Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel. iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane H. Um, always a new day, always a great show, always a, a great guest I have. And uh, today's topic is, again, one of my favorite discussions because it's about life. And uh, I think we all live in this world, and life is important to us. And uh, there's so many things that happen in life, good, bad, ugly, you know, and it's how we deal with it and so on and so forth. But my guest today is going to literally help us, you know, maybe live big, bold, and brave, um, and, and really maybe transfer, you know, uh, transform actually our lives, hopefully. And that's what he does. And he's also a writer, uh, but his story began, you know, with a lot of tragic stuff that most of us watching and listening right now, if you were to just to think about it, you're probably going to like, wow, I would not want to be in his shoes. And so so, so I, I would not say anything more than that. I, I want to introduce my guest, Clint Haddon. Clint, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Hurricane. I appreciate it, man. Oh, no, my, my, my pleasure, dude. And, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, it's a, a great topic for everybody. And uh, I think yeah. uh, it's it's uh, an important topic because uh, life throws in lefts or rights and swings and, you know, yeah, uh, it does. You never, you never, you are never prepared for what's next, right? And uh, you could, you know, there are ways, but you have to to be <laughs> open minded about it. So it's a right. tough place. Yeah. But so, 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 Clint, uh, before we get into all the book and the work and all the good stuff, right. let's go back to because your story is impressive, man. It's just amazing. <laughs> uh, and I, I have yeah. to tell you, man, I, I did mention this to you just for our audiences. Your, I don't know how to even place it, and and your attitude about it, your smile it's you're you're the man i just have to say that yeah. <laughs> and now people's like like what is he talking about this dude here right now right so, right <laughs> now, it better be good now right it better be good <laughs> it is good it is good trust me yeah folks once once you hear this whole thing you'll be like oh my oh my god amazing all right so so again resilience yeah. right you know having yeah. the, the ability to to live through life and and you know the worst scenarios and we're going to talk worst case scenario here so yeah um so clint all yours man yeah, well, thanks, man. You know, it's funny. It, the reason I'm partly laughing too, other than just you're so infectious, man. I knew we were going to have fun the minute we turned on the screens here. We could tell. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because I, I actually had kind of stuck to the story we're going to get into when I first got into podcast guesting, mostly just because I felt like it was the most fresh and the most relevant. And then I actually had another host that she, so before we get into that, I want to find out more about you. So she started to dig into my origin story. And that's why I started to change my bio and put that stuff out there. Because the funny thing is, and I'm going to give it to you guys in a nutshell here, but when I look at it on paper, it does look like a lot of stuff, but it didn't feel that way going through life, you know, because I think for all of us, life is a journey and we have some victories. We have some great things happen, but then in the midst of that too, you get gut punches, like you said earlier. And 
So I don't feel special or, or, you know, I, I look at some other people's lives and I think, man, I can't believe what they've been through. Um, but to your point and, and to answer, you know, the, the initial call here to action, I grew up in Southern California, sunny Southern California, I grew up an athlete, had a lot of fun, really in my mind, had a great childhood. But then about 11, 12 years old, the first gut punch came and it, and it turned things upside down pretty fast. My parents have been married over 25 years. They got married very, very young and I came very, very late. And so, you know, I grew up assuming everything was totally stable. You know, I'd see them fight and stuff like that, but you're a kid. And ultimately, my dad ended up having an affair on my mom. And he didn't just have an affair. He ended up moving out and moved in with uh, his girlfriend. And then she had a son that was about two years older than me, too, which was weird. You know, a really weird experience for me. Uh, I actually have an older brother, Hurricane, but he's about eight years older. So when this all occurred, he had already moved away out on his own, you know, several hundred miles away. So what ended up happening was, is my mom didn't handle that very well, you know, and, and I look back and, you know, have a lot of compassion for it. You know, she got married at 16, right? We don't even, nobody does that anymore, right? But she got married at 16, the only you know man she knew. And so she started drinking really heavy. She ultimately ended up having uh, suicidal ideation. And so this whole scene went on for about two years. And during that time, she tried committing suicide multiple times. Uh, probably the scariest for me was there was two times where I almost got taken out with her. One time we were in a car and she had been drinking and she decided that she was just going to end it all for both of us. And we literally spun out on this little two lane highway going about 65 miles an hour. And this was a little two lane highway in Southern California where I grew up. That wasn't uncommon to have some pretty serious accidents and fatalities. And, you know, so on one hand it was scary as I'll get out. On another hand, you're kind of like, Oh my gosh, you know, that's amazing. I lived through this, you know? And then sometime later, uh, my dad had actually come to pick me up and take me for the night because her and I were having this big fight and we got a block away and heard a gunshot, you know? So we go running back to the house and ended up finding her in my closet. And it was just a scary scene. You know, we, we were able to get the gun away from her. Thank goodness. You know, nothing actually happened beyond that, but had some pretty traumatic experiences, you know, out of that. And so ultimately the reason why I think that's important is because I ended up choosing some pretty negative coping mechanisms coming out of that and didn't even realize it hurricane. You know, I mean, I'm 12, 13 years old. Again, I am an athlete. So that's keeping me uh, on the straight and narrow is probably not the right way to say it, but at least slightly crooked. Right. But I began to just abuse drugs and alcohol pretty hard at that young age. And it never really stopped even into my you know, 19, 20 years old. Uh, actually, I got into the car business after I had my second catastrophic knee injury. First one happened my senior year of baseball. And then I had another one happen my sophomore year of junior college football, both those sports, I was trying to, you know, get a scholarship and go somewhere. And so after the second one happened, I just, I was a little lost, you know, to be honest, uh, school, I wish I could say now that school was the priority and football was just secondary, but it wasn't, it was the other way around. So after that second uh, uh, catastrophic knee injury, my career was over and I got in the car business. Well, that sounds like, okay, maybe you got something good going on, but that's where I was introduced to meth. And so, you know, for the next nine years, among other things, abused meth for, you know, extended period of time and not nine years straight, like, you know, day in and day out, but did a lot of it over the course. I mean, I had multiple times where, 
we would literally be off. Uh, in the anybody that's listening to this, that's familiar with the car business. You typically work very long hours, and so once a month we'd get a three day weekend. And it wasn't uncommon for us to literally stay up the entire three days and not even go to sleep and just do meth and party and you know. So it was it was pretty intense. But ultimately, what happened, Hurricane, and I think this was kind of the beginning of me being able to handle some of these gut punches in life in a much healthier way. Uh, ultimately, what happened is I, I actually was I was I was also in a failed marriage. So let's just add to the list, right? Uh, which at this point, I've given you no reason to think I should have been married, right? So that that already was a problem. So we were married during this time, and both of us were total train wrecks. My last time using meth, we actually did it together. And I remember waking up the next day and I just remember thinking, I'm I'm just sick of this. I, I don't want this to be a part of my life. And so I just made it what I'm, I call them courageous decisions now, but I just made a decision. I'm like, you know, I'm done with this. This is never going to happen again. And I quit cold turkey and that was the end of it and, and never look back. You know, that's been 30 years or whatever it's been now. So I'd shown some signs of being able to make some good decisions, you know, but ultimately about a year or so after that, uh, I ended up, I was involved in this uh, direct marketing company. It was like a nutritional company. And I know you're into health too. We're both into health. So this was kind of the beginning of me really starting to take seriously what I put in my body. So I got involved with this health company and in, yeah, go ahead. I said Herbalife. <laughs> oh no, no! It's okay. called Symmetry, but very similar. Very oh, yeah, cause, similar because that you know, I, I think age wise that you know, I just aged a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, I timed it, and you know, Herbalife just came up in in around the same time. So I, I'm assuming that that would have been it. But you're right; I never heard of them actually. Yeah, and funny enough, my brother actually had done uh, Herbalife for a little while, a few years prior to this. So I was very familiar with Herbalife. But ultimately, I got involved just because I had some friends in it, and it was a new company. You know, it was kind of the promise of. You're getting in the ground floor. So what happened, though, is two things happened during that time. And I think this is one of the things I'm going to love to talk to you about and get your take on on some of this stuff. For the first time in my life, because of the the workshops and the seminars and some of the, uh, you know, growth, uh, we did we did workshops, we did we did weekends, we did all these different things to help people grow personally. And my mentors, I never had mentors before. I had mentors that were speaking into my life and encouraged me that I could be more than what I'd proven to be before. And, you know, so my mindset began to change. And then for me, there was another pretty radical thing that happened around that time. My upline just happened to be a Christian. Uh, For your listeners, I'll just get this out of the way. I was a pastor for 17 years. Faith has been a big part of my life, but it started then. I actually went to a church service because I knew there was something different about them. Didn't know what my my own, only reason I even went. This is this is the I shouldn't say it this way probably, but the honest to God truth <laughs> is that <laughs> they had why adversity not? too. Yeah, why not? It sounds right. They had adversity too. But one thing I noticed is they didn't react the way I did. You know, a lot of times I would react and go into this tailspin emotionally and be really angry or you know so upset I can't even function. And I noticed that they seem to always have what I would just call peace now. So I went to this church service and ended up deciding, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start this relationship with God. So both those two things kind of happened around the same time. And that's really what began to send me on a path 
of especially being really interested in growing personally. Because even though that's what I do now, I've been doing it for a long time, I'm still ravenous to grow myself. Like, you know, we're never done. I, I just can't hardly wait to dig my teeth into the next thing that might be able to help me, you know, incrementally grow even a little bit further. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here yeah, we go. I, I had to stretch those, right? <laughs> well, well, first of all, uh, you know, I, I, by the way, folks, we haven't even hit the punchlines, right? I mean, there's more. Uh, yeah, there's, there's going to it's going to get heavier. But 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 let's talk about, you know, all all this, you know, that, that, that I guess the preface of the discussion, all the stuff that you've covered. First of all, I mean, yeah. Yeah, people are watching and listening right now. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people are going through this, you know, the dilemmas you've you've gone through. Right? And it's just part yeah. of life. It's becoming more and more coming. I mean, talking about relationship, divorce rates and kids, you know, being in, in that mix. And, uh, you know, right. uh, I mean, uh, your mom was definitely married too, too early, too young and. Uh, again, that that was devastating. But but you at that young age going through that experience, which a lot of people today might be going through, it's always. Yeah. It, I mean, it's easy for you to become uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, an attraction to all these uh, extracurricular <laughs> activities, sure. you know. Yeah. And and it's very easy for some of those those predators, I guess, that to see that hey, you're a, you know you're a quick one. <laughs> we can sure. get you in the realm of this world. And then you get sucked into this 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 literally you know vacuum of of bad stuff yeah. at yeah. a young like, and and again you were in school you did your thing but but again you were a sport and athlete you know and uh, you got hurt that's the other part I mean physically that can be challenging as well so so all that these was tough, make, man that was tough yeah it, it is and and by the way that age you're you think you're you know uh, you're you're invisible. Uh, you think that you the world owes you. I mean, that's that's all of us, right? You know, that's that's just yeah. how it is. I mean, I have a couple of teenagers, and they think that they know it all and they know everything, right? But that's just how it is. I've been there. Uh, everybody's watching, listening. They probably at a certain point in their life felt the same way, and um, you know. But then you're right. There was you said a key word. You did not have a mentor before. You don't have that, and eventually, uh, yeah. So that's the other thing. I mean, you were engaged with the the the, the group of people that actually encouraged some of the bad stuff. And yeah. that's always something that we would tell people is you got to pick, you know, your entourage correctly because that's what's going to yep. make you. If you, you know, uh, and we just had a show about the the one of five. Tell me who you you were with. Right. So, so so it's a very similar concept. It applies all the time to all of us. If you frequent the wrong crowd, then, well, you're probably going to get mixed in with, uh, you know, the wrong stuff. You know, just what it is. Uh if you do the right thing by going with maybe, and the question is like, who is right? Who is wrong? What is right? What is wrong? How do you identify? At yeah. that time, it sounded all party time. It was all fun. And we all right. gone through that, you know, like it's college days. It's fun days. I'm young. I'm excited. I see people today in that age and they like full of life. Right. And, and, but, but, but they don't know where they get in. And then, and sometimes one small step to the wrong path and to your point, you deviate and, uh, yeah. It's a crooked line, but then that line can just deviate so much it's it's, it's over, right? Um, but you went, you know, so so you did that. Now you got into the world of business, and then you got yourself into you know finally like a corporate structure where there is levers and uh, yeah, I mean levels, and you have the ability to actually look up to things and and right. learn different things and 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 start now being part of a system that is a little different, right? Uh, so that that was good, and then you decided to find you know the path of God, which is you right. know uh, that's usually uh, an easy way and a better way to 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 control all that because you and and by the way in the church system or any faith system you tend to to get straight 
I mean, it's, you know, because your relationship gets better. And uh, right. amazingly, I mean, you, you actually went past her. So you went full full in. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. Eventually that would happen. <laughs> well, I mean, again, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you, you, but but that was part of, you know, your system. I mean, that was kind of like your solution uh, between yeah. being mentored into the business world and having a fate, some, something higher, you know, of authority to, to, to cling to, to actually be part of and a system because that's what it is. It's a system and a brotherhood, sisterhood, you know, so you becomes, you become part of a different family and you, you actually, your bad habits tend to disappear that way because you, you have the, I guess, fate, right? It's, it comes, it, it becomes strength, and so on and so forth, and then the rest of it. Now you find it as a passion, and to go to pastor, I mean, that's another thing. Not only it was right. for you, now you're doing it for others. You're preaching to others, right? And so, and about 17 years is a pretty long run. <laughs> it, it, it was yeah. a few minutes. It was a few minutes, yeah. Uh, as you're saying that, too, I want to point something out really quick that I think is really important for not just my story, but what a lot of different people go through. You know, my parents did reconcile. That whole thing lasted about two years, and so they ended up being married for 65 years. They both passed away about eight years ago. So they're no longer with me now. But uh, the reason I bring that up is, you know, so I had my parents during that time, but I think they felt really guilty, frankly, over some of this. Cause I, I just gave you guys a couple, I mean, bad things that happened, but there were way more, there were some just really ugly scenes. And so they never held me accountable to anything. They let me kind of do whatever I want to do. And that's how I took my life. And so, but the interesting thing was, is even in those really heavy drug days, I always wanted to help people. That was one thing I always wanted to do. Now, I didn't realize so much of the time I didn't necessarily have the wisdom <laughs> to help people in the right way. But ultimately, I think that's what led me to pursue becoming, uh, getting into ministry and, and ultimately becoming a pastor because it gave me a clear path of a way that I could, you know, form a uh, a real intentional way to help people. Well, you had the core, you, the values were there. Right. Again, you, you got a little bit of a, a bump basically. And, and, and again, I mean, first of all, thank you for bringing that because that's, that's a big piece of the, inf the information here is that, that your parent did reconcile, which again, that's positive. Uh, I, I tend to always try to look for positivity and that is positive uh, yeah. as much as it is. I mean, yeah, listen, things happen in life, right? People make mistakes. They, they were, listen, they got back and they stayed married for the longest time. Right. So they why did. not? Yeah. They uh, did. So that was good. But, but, but in a way that kind of, because as you said, their guilt, whatever it was, you know, right. did create a little bit of like, Hey, you're, you're, you're the man, you do your thing and just, you know, and so they were less controlling less stuff, but your person your inner self was still a good, you still had a good core. And that's, if you have that, that's actually like your, your more compass, right? And that, yeah, that, that's change, right. that if someone has that, no matter what you deviate and you come back, uh, some people sometimes lose that, uh, you know, period. And that's the, that's the challenge. Right. But so hopefully, you know, everybody's watching, listening, just, just dig in. It's always there. It's just a matter of, you got to find it. Right. And sometimes the elements guide you to it. You never, that's everything right. happens for a reason. There's no such coincidence in life. Things happen. And, it, you know, there are circumstances and sometimes we make the wrong decisions, but sometimes you get guided back. And so, listen, it happened, but but you did, you know, wanted to help and you help people. I'm sure in the 17 right. years of, of ministry, you've you've delivered sermons, you've 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 changed other people's life, probably other people that were going through the same or worse. Right. And you got them back into track and so on and so forth, which is awesome to, to hear. Now, that's that's up to that point. Now. There was more to your story, and, right. and that's what guided you to what you do today as work. Now, I believe 
the next phase was in, in, in inflicting your immediate family now your personal family not your parents now you right. as a father so let, let's talk about that for a minute because yeah. this is where where the heavy stuff at least for, for me as a father that's uh you know that that knocked me out when i read about that stuff that's tough for sure no for sure and there's a few events that happened along the way that i think uh you said it really well earlier that nothing fully prepares for where we're about to go with my story but there were some things that that as a family unit the way we functioned we had to get through some stuff that i do think ultimately did help service as a family and just in, quickly you know i i did get the opportunity to remarry and we've been married over 20 years now. Uh, two of our boys, including my oldest son, Gabriel, who we'll talk about in a second, were born prematurely, really prematurely. My youngest, Liam, was born at one pound, 14 ounces, three months early. This was during H1N1 virus. You know, we didn't know if he was going to make it, you know, all this stuff. So we had been through as a family unit, some gut punches, some tough things, you know, that I think as a family helped us fight together which ultimately where we're going to go now, I think made a big difference uh, for me and my bride and my two boys. And so you already know I have three boys. What happened was Gabriel was a pilot at 16 years old. Uh, very you know, unusual. There's not a lot of those out there, but he was, he was just adamantly certain from about eight years old that he wanted to become a pilot. He actually went up in a little aircraft with his uncle Danny got the bug and that was it, man. And he locked in on it. And so at 16, he started actually uh, flying with the flight instructor he soloed before he had a driver's license, which was pretty crazy. And at 17, he reached his goal of becoming a licensed pilot. That was his first dream. And so, you know, here I was watching him live this courageous life and, and really just go for it. And he was just so much fun to watch. And we all enjoyed his journey. Ultimately, where that led, though, was, you know, when you become a new pilot, and this isn't because of age, just any new pilot, it's all about the hours. You got to fly as much as you can. And he wanted to become a commercial pilot. So that means you need to get to 1500 hours just as soon as you can before you can take that next step. So he was flying all the time. And one afternoon, September 23rd of 2019, he had a, a dear friend of his that they just graduated that summer, actually. Uh, they graduated from high school that summer. She needed to go to the University of Arkansas uh, to get back to school. And of course, you know, that's what he loved to do was help friends and, and get his hours. So he flew her up there. He dropped her off safely. Uh, thank God for that. And unfortunately for us on the return trip, he ended up running into an unexpected weather system going through a little mountainous region outside of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And he flew into the side of a mountain and he lost his life. And so, you know, hurricane, um, that's, that's the gut punch of all gut punches. You know, it's the absolute worst nightmare as a parent, you know, there's nothing else you can think of that's any worse than that. Um, and, and the crazy thing was, is it, it also came at a time when we just felt like, gosh, we finally have made it, you know, life was going good. His dreams were, you know, just, unfolding right before his eyes so many opportunities uh, our other two boys were thriving as well they were nine and 14 at that time and it just really came at a point where even for our faith you know if i could say this we didn't have the money we were pastors during that time we didn't have the money for him to go to flight school anybody that's familiar with that knows it's tens of thousands of dollars 
Yet we ended up having this opportunity through this club right here in the town where we live in, where a gentleman created this club for teenagers and literally had everything donated to them. The flight instructors donated their time. He taught them how to work on planes, work on the engines, do oil changes, do all this stuff. They had to just give sweat equity. But if they worked hard, he allowed them to fly. And that's ultimately how he was able to achieve his dream of getting the license. So life is going great. And then everything just, no no pun intended, literally everything just came crashing down on us. And so, as you said earlier, man, there's there's no way you can prepare for that. Um, I mean, literally it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, dad, see you later. I hear the garage door shut. And at 8.15, we get a call. And it's his mentor, and he, and he, you know, he tracked his pilots on a, a little iPad device. He went down. We don't know exactly where he is, you know. And I won't take you guys through the whole story because it's it was a long hellish night. But ultimately, there was some inf- misinformation. At one point, we thought he was gone, and then we thought maybe he might be alive. And then ultimately, at about three thirty in the morning, is when we found out that he was gone for sure. It turned out they were just waiting for the coroner to put his stamp on a piece of paper quite literally. And so, you know, our, our younger boys, uh, they slept through the night hurricane. We didn't want to wake them up because we didn't know where the story was going to go. So we just let them sleep and waited. And so that next morning when they got up, which was about seven 30, I was forced with what I call the impossible conversation, you know, and I'm going to be really candid with you. I had no idea what in the hell I was going to say, you know, um, we had had all night, you know, we had cried, we had just held each other. You know, we, we just went through this emotional ride. That's just hard to describe unless you've been through it. And then you've got to turn around and somehow tell his little brothers that looked up to him. Cause he was like the consummate big brother. He was bigger than life, you know, and tell them what happened. And I honestly don't remember those words. Couldn't even tell you. What I can tell you was after their response, which was exactly what you would expect, um, I knew we needed a compass. I think you used the word compass earlier in a different context. I love that you said that because that's what the moment needed. I I knew, here's what I did know, Hurricane. The 17 years of pastoring did help prepare me in this way. It didn't help me with the pain because the pain still this day, very real. The acceptance of it, absolutely. But what did help me is I had helped or been involved in many people's lives over the years that had suffered a tragic loss. And what I had seen in some cases actually saw where people hoped in some really healthy ways. Unfortunately, I also saw the opposite. And so I was at least aware that if we didn't set a compass, that things could go wonky on us really fast as a family, you know? And so ultimately this is how big, bold, brave came to life. You know, I I looked at him and I said, boys, we have two choices. We can choose to focus on Gabriel's death. The rest of our lives, we can focus on the tragedy of it and all the things that we're going to miss and not get to experience with him. And if that's all we ever think about, we are going to be shadows of who we were created to be. We're not going to live the lives that we were meant to live. And we're going to be trapped in this tragedy. I said, or we have a second choice, and that is that we can choose life. And what I meant by that was simply 
we talked about how he lived, right? Super courageous to do what he did to become a pilot. He taught himself guitar and actually could play <laughs> really well. He was an amazing photographer, got some incredible opportunities with that. I, to this day, actually have probably thousands of photos that I'm so grateful to have. You know, he just attacked life. And I said, so boys, that's how we're going to live. We're going to live like your brother. And that's how we're going to honor him. And we're going to do it together. And so we made a pact that morning and that kind of began our new journey. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to read about it and hear it from you is just another one. I mean, it's and, and by the way, I know it's been a few years, but but, you yeah. know, it's never going to be that that far behind. It's, it's always no. it's always raw. I mean, again, right. like I said, as a as a parent, you know, that moment that you've gone through is is the moment that we all fear. And, uh, you know, we I have, you know, a 26 year old, I have an 18 and 17. And, uh, you know, you try to, to think that everything's peachy, but, but right. you know, you never know. And of course, you, you try not to think about the worst case scenario, but it is happening all, all the time, every time. I mean, right. I've, I've seen it. I've lost friends who are, you know, uh, who are younger, you know, uh, uh, when I was a kid, you know, and so their parents went, went through the suffering. So it's, it's very difficult. And as, as a parent, you, 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 you wish and hope that it never happens. And it goes through the traditional way. We get grow older and everybody's happy. You're a grandparent, blah, blah, blah. And life goes on. But yeah. again, life again is, and there's so much stuff that happens that, that you cannot really plan for. This is definitely one of them. And again, I mean, you hear people get sick and it's one thing, but like to your point, uh, he goes up and he doesn't come back. That's another, That's right. I mean, there's different levels, but it doesn't, matter it's the same it outcome. Results the same yeah, yeah that's right i mean you got people who, who lose their their kids to military they go you know they're right. and, and they come back in a casket or they don't even come back it is it is always and i mean we see in the movies they walk in and knock on your door hey we're bringing the bad news right and right and and everybody's like you know you're 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 you feel that i mean every time they leave you don't know if you're like coming back uh and, and but but that's different right at least you know what you signed up for in this case yeah. You, you could not possibly see it happen. And you said he was full of life and, and energy and, and, you know, the, the future was his and, and, right. you know, and you had no reason to believe otherwise. Plus, again, I have to say, you're, you're being in, in the ministry and, and as pastors, you know, you have faith, you have that, that open mind and positivity and, you know, you, you know, go with God and all this stuff. So you would not think, you know, stuff, but right. I do. And, and I love what you said that because of what you did, you've seen the good and the bad, the worst, and the, and the better, you know, outcomes of families who face, you know, trials and tribulation in this particular manner. But even that, right? Yeah. Because you have at least, a, you know, to your point, a compass, a lookout, like, you know, you have a, a sampler in front of you, like you've had a few cases where, you know, if we go this way, this is what's going to happen. If we go exactly. this way, this is what's going to happen. But I, I still believe that if it wasn't about your fate, you and, and, and your wife and, and, and your family, that could have been even much harder because because the fact Without is question, we all know yeah. the good and the bad, but unless you have a strong level of faith, it is not going to be easy. It's not. I mean, just thinking about it, it makes it difficult. You know, I, I'm not yeah. experiencing it. I'm just thinking about it with you and I'm feeling it. Right. So and I'm assuming that's exactly what transcends right now to anybody that's watching. At least if you're not a parent right now, you're not going to feel this. But if you're a parent, you will know what that feels like from the moment your kids are born. To the you know to 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 today's moment, you're always going to have those moments where you're like you know you're afraid and you have that. You we we might have it's some natural, ego. Yeah. It's not. We might have the ego, the pride. We don't show all those sentiments sometimes, 
but deep inside they're there. You, you would not want to hear. I mean, my son broke his arm and you know, I was overwhelmed. I mean, that's, <laughs> right. that's nothing. Yeah. Right. You know, so just think about that. Right. Uh, you know, this is, this is loss of life. And you know, like to your point, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult, but it looks like that was the moment that triggered a whole new approach for you guys and a whole new path. And uh, yeah. the name itself, I mean, you know, it's, it's powerful the way you've, you've, you've put it, you know, bold brave uh big bold brave i mean that's 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 it's humongous right it's got it's got a big you know way to it and uh, so so let's let's go through that so now you decided yeah. to go this way right and so so what is the actual concept behind it i mean i i get the the the, the source and the reason behind it right but now you decided to take this on the road to transform people to help right. people to get through Tra tragedy to get through life because again high risks in life things happen w let's say today i'm going to ask this question if you now that you know what happened if you yeah. were to be able to to say i don't want you to fly right would you have done that that that's a great question and the answer is absolutely not you know um and i know a lot of people probably think one of two things they think i, I might have said the other right or they may think, okay, well, that's easy to say either way, right? Because it's it's already happened. But here's the reality for us as a parent. This is our perspective on the whole thing. He was living his dream. He was doing the only thing. I mean, he did, he did, he had other hobbies and stuff. I don't mean that he was only flying, but it was his greatest passion, the one thing that he had wanted to do from the time he was young. And so the way we see it, we would be revisionist and we would have to ignore all of that to go back and say we would have made a different decision. Uh, the truth is, is we made a decision that opened the door for him to potentially live his entire life crushing dream after dream after dream. Because after he, he reached that first goal, man, I'm telling you, there was more I could tell you guys. Doors were opening left and right. We like to say it this way. The answer would still be yes, because we loved him. Just that well, simple. First of all, I, I believe you. And um, yeah. because you came to terms, what happened happened, but but you wouldn't have had it any other way because right. that was him. And that was the decision that you made based that's on right. a complete set of, of understanding and, and believing in it. And that's it. And you right. can't change what happened. But but you can't change it otherwise, even the other way. Now, even if we go back in time, you know, to your point, that was the right decision at the time period. Um, yep. But 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 you know, and that's and I and I commend you for it because again, uh, it's difficult, right? Now yeah. now, you started this this whole. First of all, you wrote a book, right? right. So w was it the 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 service or the con you know the 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 whole uh, I guess coaching that you started or the book started before the coaching which one came first the egg or, <laughs> yeah. the, or the chicken <laughs> that's a great question well you know really as, as a pastor and and i'm saying it this way because depending on what your experience is whoever's listening to this what a pastor means it could be a lot of different things my role over the course of those 17 years was heavy in mentoring people and coaching people i was deeply involved in in really doing that every day so the coaching in and of itself wasn't new, right? But what happened, and I'm going to kind of weave this all together because I, I love the way you're framing all this. You know, Big Bull Brave, the phrase actually came out of that first morning. 
because when we were having this conversation and setting the compass, we ended up getting a phone call because of what had happened. You know, it was a plane crash and it was a 17 year old pilot. So a couple of news agencies called us. One of those was the Fox Dallas affiliate and they wanted to do an interview. Now I'm at, at first, I'm like, uh, hell no, you know, there's no way. I mean, we were a total train wreck, but what happened, and, and I want everybody listening to this, remember what I said earlier about the conversation I had with my boys and us talking about this life mentality, right? She literally, before the reporter hung up, after me saying no, she said, just give it a little more thought before the day is up, because this is my assignment. I have to do this story. And if I do it without you, I'm only going to be able to report on his death. If you'll do it with me. And she happened to be a person of faith too. So she said, you can tell his story about his life and you can include faith. You can say whatever you want to say about it. And so I didn't say yes, Hurricane, at that moment. I mean, I was just overwhelmed, honestly. But as a family, we had a meeting shortly after that call and decided that this was our first opportunity, if you will, came way quicker than we expected, but to put our money where our mouth is in terms of, you know, are we really going to live it out this way? So we did the interview. Now, the interview itself, I'm very sincere. I don't remember any of it. The only reason I can even remember any of it today is because I have the video that she created. She did a three-minute segment. Yeah, so I can watch it and see what happened, but I have no actual memory of any of it. But interestingly enough, what happened is somewhere in there, I said he lived his life big, bold, and brave. Don't remember saying it, but what the reporter did that ended up being, I mean, I don't think I'm exaggerating, life-changing for us was she ended up at the very end of the segment, she closed it out with saying, Gabriel's parents want to encourage you to live like Gabriel, big, bold, and brave. And Hurricane, when I heard it back to me, it just had this life on it. Now, I want to point out very I want to point out two things really fast. One, everybody listening to this, we didn't do any of this perfectly. We suffered. We still do from time to time. Pain comes in waves, you know. So when I when I talk about big bull brave and some of the stuff we're about to get into, I'm not talking about just you're just kind of, you know, puffing your chest up and I'm just gonna push through this thing like nothing ever happened. That is not even remotely close to what we're talking about. We're talking about you're going to feel pain. There's new fears that are going to come and attack you and try and keep you from living your life and squashing our other two kids' dreams, right? Being afraid that something's going to happen to them. All that stuff came. But what Big Bull Brave did was it just gave us this this phrase. It was a family mantra at first to recalibrate to when times got tough because they did get tough. And then ultimately, it was about two years later, that I actually decided that, hey, it's time. I had talked about doing coaching outside of the church for years and never had the courage to do it, never had the courage to start a business of my own. And because of the way Gabriel lived, I thought, you know what? I'm a coward. And he was courageous. He Anything he wanted to do, he just went for it. And I'm sure he had fear. I know he had fear, but he did it anyway. So I decided I'm going to do it anyway. And so that's why I launched out with the coaching. I started just doing some, it was on the side, just doing some, you know, side coaching. And then what really happened was three months after he passed away is when COVID hit. So for that next two years that I'm describing, just like everybody else on this planet, we were 
trying to not only grieve him, but we were trying to just wrap our minds around the entire world that had gone crazy and been flipped upside down, right? And every human on the planet has suffered in some way, and many lost a loved one, you know? And so ultimately what happened was I began to look at all the fear this is not a political statement for me at all. I don't think you I don't think anybody can make the argument whether you think things were handled the right way or if you think things were handled the wrong way. That fear was unleashed on our planet unlike anything we've ever faced before. And I just decided, you know what? We've already had the worst thing that we can imagine happening to us as a family. I refuse to live the rest of my life in fear. I'm not going to fear a virus and that's not to diminish those who lost their loved ones. Please if you're listening to this right now, no. I have extreme compassion for you, and that's an awful loss, and I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry that you had a loss. But the fear factor that has kept so many people crippled in what the pandemic did, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just really felt like it was time, and I knew I could I could write a book that would help people that were suffering too, like we had, through a really tough loss, because it does you know, cover some of the grieving process that we went through, but it's not a grieving book. It ultimately helps people face fear and, and dream again, and really begin to take some steps to make courageous choices to accept that you are going to get the gut punches in life, but you're not going to let them stop you. And that's ultimately what Big Bull Brave is all about, Hurricane. Well, listen, I mean, I'm listening to you and we do need that in our lives. We need to to think big, bold, and brave. And and you said it. I mean, fear is our worst enemy in everything. Absolutely. And and, and anything in life. By the way, you you said it best because no matter I I'm a, a huge motivational you know person and inspiration you know is it, it runs through my veins. I always love these things. But believe me, I tell this all the time. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. And stuff. But I'm just like everybody else. We have our own hesitation. We have our own down moment. We all have our doubts and everything. But you you punch through it. You don't allow that to happen. That's the thing. You keep that mantra. Your your motto in front of you, like big, bold, you know, brave. I'm going. No matter what. No, you got to keep reminding yourself. No, I got to do this. And that's what gets you know people ahead. Sometimes is the ability to actually you know resilience to really be able to go through it regardless of events and and. Actually, I use that, that what you just said is that I have to prepare for the worst scenario. And if you always prepare for the worst scenario, then the risk will always be easy. In your case, you don't, you already passed the, the worst case scenario. You had that. I mean, that experience right. yeah. is beyond what people can imagine, right? So if you have that, right, then you are ready for the next level and nothing else can challenge you. I mean, we get to financial hardship, you can get through it. You get through marriage. Marriage yeah. does reconcile yeah. eventually. Absolutely. You, you, you know, you go through, you know, a job, you know, you don't like, you can change things. Life, you cannot bring back. That's right. See, you can live the memory, you can push that, but you can't bring someone back, you know, and that's the that's thing. Right. Like, like, you know, Gabriel lives through his action. He lives through this process. He lives that's through right. changing other people's because of him. Now, many other people are benefiting from your work. And so, so, so in a way, that's his legacy. That's right. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's, totally. And I love what, what, what that whole interview with, with the, the I guess the, the, the press person is that it, it, it was really, I mean, it's press journalism one-on-one, but it was really touchy and yeah. it had a meaning, but it meant well, you know, and it did well because it was the driver because it is, sometimes we have to see it to believe it. 
you know, it's one thing that if it's not in front of you, but when you, like to your point, you said it, you, it didn't mean anything. It didn't, re- right. it didn't resonate. But when it was in front of you, that's right. It clicked like, wow. And now it became the drive. And you're right. The, the pandemic did hit, you know, every single corner of this planet, that's you right. know, uh, millions of losses of lives. Uh, and, and that's just, just the, the first strategy. And people lost businesses. People lost that's other right. things, you know, different levels of losses. Obviously, the ultimate sacrifice will be, you know, the the that part, and which was, you know, super tragic. But 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 you're right. There's a lot of people also that kind of took this as a wake up call, and it, it is yeah. a wake up call for all humanity. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, you know, know that we don't know what tomorrow holds. We're here, and you know, we gotta live the moment again. Big, bold, brave. I love it. I'm gonna have to use this. <laughs> you you might want to trade that. <laughs> Go trademark for it. <laughs> you, you need to trademark it. Man. <laughs> Because I, I, it's it's contagious, right? But but really, it's a, it's a beautiful line, you know. And and it is it is a, a powerful, you know, just to listen to it. It's like yeah, it keeps like you know, I want to be that. And I think I think we all kind of want to use that, uh, just just yeah. as a concept, right? And life needs us to do that because it is a difficult place. It is not peachy. It's not always like we see it as on social media or in the movies. It's just like having fun every day. That's right. It's gonna come with a lot of things. I mean. What you have to endure with your family, you're you're making it very light and shallow right now. As deep as we've talked, I mean, every moment that you spend, you sit down. You, I'm pretty sure you look at the room, you look at the stuff. I mean, I'm looking at the guitars behind, so I'm assuming yeah. those are his. Yeah, actually, the photo you're looking at, he took that That's photo. His. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. those are things that you see every day. You Absolutely. know, so he lives through them with you. But, but at the same time, you re- you remember sometimes you're like. I wish he was here, you know, and that's just a human nature. We always like, you know, my dad passed right. and you know, I, I, and you said your parents passed and you yeah. know, like I, I'd give anything to have him back. Right. Absolutely. Bring him back. And, and, but, but you do have the memories of that and, and you live through that. And, and sometimes the things that they say are, are part of our fabric. Now they're part of our lives and we use right. them and basically we carry that with us and it helps. Now this helped you cope with it, helped your family cope with it. But right. you took that, not only that, I mean, you wrote the book, but he also started the coaching and the mentoring and you've changed lives. I know that you've changed thousands of people's lives. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and just in a short term period, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, a lot of years, a couple of years. Right. Yeah. And you've affected a lot of folks positively and you're still doing, I mean, you are doing the podcast, which is the other part. I mean, this reaches right. thousands of people worldwide. So, you That's know, right. this is like a fire that is just spreading, you know, positivity all over the place. Again, legacy. It's something that is super powerful. Now, now, you in your mentorship, you talk leadership. You talk about you know dreams. You talk about being aware. Right. You you cover a lot of big big items. So let's let's go to the list of things that you cover through your system, and then and then how obviously we'll talk about how people can reach out to you to to be to be part of the system to actually benefit directly from your work. And or certainly, obviously, we want them to to see where they, the book is available so they can get that. Sure. So let's talk about some of the things that you do in your metho- methodology and and the work that you do with people to get them. And by the way, also, if you can tell us like the type of folks that you have, I mean, individuals, business people, leaders, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, man, where do I start? I think I'm going to say this, you know, I've actually shifted over the last few years of the way I approach people with mentoring and coaching, <clears throat> there was definitely a factor. You use the word legacy. I love that word. There was a factor to suffering this kind of a loss and just, you know, death being in your face. Right. Cause like you said, we're, we're all aware. We're none of us are getting out of this alive. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody. 
So you can be aware of that, but when it when it happens in such close proximity, it really does get you thinking about death, but even more so life. And so one of the things that that I really do a lot of now, whether I'm speaking to a group or whether I'm working with somebody one-on-one, is I like to stop people in their tracks. And I love to have them tell my story or tell them their story first. It's a, a great place to start. Because what I have discovered is a very small percentage of people, I'm curious to see if you've run the same thing, are really, truly living the life that they thought they would. And what I mean by that, I don't even mean, that was my Siri trying to chime in there. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Siri, thank you. I've never had that happen. (laughs) Welcome to the show, AI in action, baby. I love it. (laughs) I have never had that happen. I've been like, anyway. That's um, good. That's a nice highlight. Seriously. That was hilarious. <laughs> so the reason why I think that's important is because if we never stop on our tracks long enough to really even think about what the heck am I doing? You talked about what, you know, you can change your job. You can, I looked at all those things and that's what I challenge people to do before we get, before we even go anywhere is I'll have, I have some, I have some intake forms and different things I use to have them, you know, take some time and fill it out and think things through and, and, and really try to be honest with themselves about where they're at. But ultimately where we're trying to go with that is, is, is your life where you hoped it would be in your relationships in your finances in your career. And if it's not, what are you going to do about it? And I know that sounds really elementary, but the truth is, is most people never take that step. And so most people stay stuck in whatever it is, you know, a, a crappy marriage or, they just never really have great friendships or they're in a career that they despise, you know, for 25 years and get the gold watch and sit in a rocking chair and, and you know, cuss at the TV for the next 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love in my process, I love just stopping people in their tracks. I like to have them tell me their story first because it always ends up revealing the deep things. And so then we go to work. Then we go to work with, okay, what do you want to look like? And so once you can get a little bit of an idea where you want to go, now you can start to get with the nuts and bolts, right? And so you asked me, you know, who works with me? Right now, I've got a pretty wide variety. If I were to tell you, you know, their lives, very different, you know, executive type people. Um, I've got a recent divorcee who've been married for 30 years and got divorced and just didn't know what's my life going to be like with next, you know, pretty wide gamut. But most people can relate to being stuck and, and, and the fear that has kept them there. So I spend a lot of time talking about fear. I think you mentioned that. I spent a lot of time un- unearthing what are the things that have held you back. And what I've discovered, and I want to hear your take on this. I know you're I really appreciate your promoting me and giving me an opportunity to to talk about what I do, but I love this conversation. You know, I, I think with a lot of the people that I talk to, if they really could do whatever they wanted and and fear was not a factor, most would change their life. Oh, that's you you're getting me started there, baby. <laughs> they would change their life. They would totally they, change their life. They, they but do. fear they, keeps they them stuck. What, what's your experience with that? Fear and comfortable uh, and being comfortable. So comfort zone sure. and fear, two, two, two worst enemies for us. By the way, I, I think I think I love your strategy, which is after you do your assessments, you know, you hold them there, you stop, 
stopping the track, you know, question things because we don't do that. I think all of us make the mistake and I've made the mistake for years where yeah. I, 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 I would say that I've been challenging myself for, for many years. I've been trying to retire for the last 25 years. <laughs> I've been, I've been literally on and off, you know, starting, you know, uh, businesses, go to corporate, you know, keep corporate and business on the side. I've been struggling with that formula, right? Because I know that I cannot just do one because that would be a dead end. And, yeah. but, but so, but I know the most, I guess, factor that affects everyone is the fear of the unknown. The fear, the, the yep. fear of the inability to make ends meet and things like that because we are so caught up. Sometimes we live a certain lifestyle and you just don't want to stop the lifestyle. You're not willing to to downsize. You're not willing to sacrifice. You're not willing to 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 stand for the right things. Like you know, um, uh, it's it, you have to have that ability. And so those fears are all the yeah. reasons why you accept that that shitty job, that you accept you know the shitty boss, that you That's accept right. that you know. I'm not going to go any further. We accept, you know, people stepping all over you. Uh, you accept that, you know, I'm cool. I'm doing it. I'm making good money. You know, what's good money? You know, I, you know, like oh, I, it's yeah, funny. Exactly. Yeah, I, I asked questions in, in, in interviews, like how much would you like to make in the next five years? In years, like oh, 50, some people say hundred, like, dude, I just asked you how much would you like to make? You know, if that question was asked to me, actually it was asked to me 30 years ago. I want to be a billionaire if I can. Right, right, right. I, you know, the sky's the limit to that question. There's no limit. So, so people already are putting their own limitations of what that's they exactly want. Right. And so, therefore, but but if you only shoot for fifty, that's all the most you can get. You know, I, I give the example. If I take a baseball, right, and I just aim at my teleprompter right now, right. So, so the odds is I can hit it. I may miss it, right. Now, if I decide to to really, you know, shoot to to the other side behind my studio here, right. I'm definitely going to hit this this number. I'm not missing, yeah. right? So you That's aim right. high, and even if you miss, you're still ahead of the game. So, you know, those are the things. But but people sometimes are like, no, I I'm good, and and that's the other thing because of of all the circumstances. Sometimes it's not you. It's the, uh, somebody we had a show the other day. We talked about this. Not sometimes it's just your comfort is the people around you. They're also right. comfortable, and you you're disrupting right. their comfort zone, and so exactly they don't right. you know. So now it's not you. It's about them, and so you have to. When you have families, one thing, if you're single, is another. But you're right. Uh, one of the things that kept coming in a lot of discussions I've had in the last almost four years now is that people reach a certain point in life and they do regret things they didn't do. And more you know than anything funny? else. Yeah. More than, yep. yeah. I mean, like, I yep. wish I did this. I wish that. And here's the thing. Time is going to move fast. I can tell you that. I mean, yesterday I was a kid. I'm, you know, Relatively speaking, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know where, where half a century is gone, but but it's gone. It's not coming back. I don't know. I know I probably will not live what I've lived already because, I mean, if I did, I would probably not look, you know, or or feel good. I mean, I'm, I might. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean, yeah. God is great, you know, and we can have the best, you know, potential, you know, fate. But the fact of the matter, age is part of life. And as you That's age, right. things are going to get difficult. It is normal. I already feel the aches, right? So imagine, right? So so we know that. Now, have I enjoyed some of my life? I try. And that's the thing. Like, you got to balance life. Work is not always, you know, the the objective of life. Like, some people, they just wake up, go, right. move, do, you know, and so on and so forth. Tragedy can happen. What happened? Enjoy your people. Enjoy your family. Enjoy yeah, the people around right. you. Because you don't know how much time you have with them. You don't. As a matter yeah. of fact, you know, sometimes if you think about it, like if especially if people, for example, who live further away from their parents or their family right. members, you see them on holidays. You know, 20, that's only 20 holidays <laughs> in 20 years. That's right. If you see that's them right. holiday to holiday, that's not a lot. 
that means not. you're going to see people that you love 20 times. You know, so when you we start talking about these numbers, it drives you nuts. I mean, like, that's it. That's it. I mean, if you what you're doing is what we're talking about, though, that's what you're doing. You're slowing things down and you're you're taking a real look at it. Nobody says I'm only going to see them 20 times over the unless you sit down and think about it. That's right. Well, we don't ask questions because they're tough questions. You know, here's the thing. When you ask the question, it's again, I always I love to refer to the matrix. Sorry, people. That's just one of my favorite things. It's that (laughs) blue and red pill, right? It's very (laughs) difficult to know. You know, knowledge is 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 actually good. But it can be, uh, it's a blessing, but also it can be a nuisance because once you know, you can't undo it. You can't unknow. <laughs> you already know it's over. And so there's nothing you can do about that. You you have now to, to accept where you are and you have to work around it. Now, some people get in denial, just like, again, the movie Matrix, one of those guys, you know, he had he decided to go back, right? Uh, if you watch the original Matrix, you know, uh, I That's forgot right. the name. Sykes, I think, or I forgot his name. But he he really, you know, he's a, just just make me somewhat rich. I want to go back, you know, in the Matrix. I don't want this world, right? But so that's it, because that's the thing. Like, some people are like, uh-uh, this is too much work. I, I, I was good where I was. I'm just doing my thing day in, day out. You know, I'm, my routine is cool, you know. But then, you know, I, 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 I use this line now. If you don't have a TGIM, mm. thank, thank God it's Monday every day, then you have a problem. Because we... We, we look forward to the TGIF business, you know, and then Monday suck, right? And so right. we are not happy. If you're not, you know, living your life to the fullest, enjoying what you love, your passion, and we all go through this. Now, someone say, like, Hurricane, you're, you're dumb because, you know, you're at 50 now plus, and then now you're talking about this. No, I've been doing this, and I can give you stories. I can give you proof. I have pictures to prove some of the stuff, but that's not the point. The point is you have to keep debating with it. You have to try. You know, circumstances are going to yeah. make it difficult. But it's yours, you know, to 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 hold the reins and really control to a degree. You That's know, right. if it veers out, you come. It's like a sail, right? You know, the wind pulls it. You know, you turn it. You got to work with it to make it work. Now, sometimes you deviate. You got to follow the current, whatever the case may be. But you can't stop, and you have to add more of the stuff you love. We talked about gym, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, we should all, I mean, we, we, we have a fitness channel. We talk about, you know, fitness and wellness. That's part of your life. Nutrition, part of your life. Having fun, part of your life distress yourself i mean don't get stressed yeah. out about life being out of shape you know for no reasons these are all the things that we all make mistakes of i'm guilty of charge to Absolutely. a degree but it's 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 again questioning uh accepting that okay so now what so yeah. now what means now i gotta take action and the action has to make you know again we can't be doing the insanity like doing the same thing expect different result right we gotta do something <laughs> different now to find a new stuff right so That's we exactly gotta right. do different things and different things means i gotta adopt some stuff i gotta change some stuff is it gonna be easy no i financial is usually the worst part is everybody's worried about the financials right well you know it's a big globe you can move out of this this whatever you are if, if it's expensive here you go somewhere else you can do that if you know you don't like you know where you are because it's expensive, find a cheaper place where you're paying too many taxes. Find a you know a place with taxes or make more money. Sometimes you don't have to downsize; just make more finances. You know, right. figure out another way to make additional dollars. So again, if you think you have an issue, yeah. you have solutions. We're just not doing enough research and enough work to actually get solutions. If we're thinking about why not, that's what you're gonna find. And if we would think about like how many options we have and the more solutions we have, there's plenty out there. You know, it's it's really limitless of, of opportunities, you know, and you can do things. You have yeah. way much, you know, uh, solutions out there than you think. But again, it starts with the question. And I love it because Absolutely. here's the thing. No, it totally know, does. People, people say, you know, this is true, true story. 
people live, they go to their retirement, and then now what? They can't even enjoy. And how much? Even if you right. save, you have a million dollars, you know, save. If your health is failing you, well, you can't enjoy your money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's you want to do things while you're healthy. And so, so. That's right. Uh, by the way, at all ages, folks, you know, what doesn't matter if you're in the twenties, the thirties, the forties, a teenager, whatever. Even if you're in the seventies, it doesn't matter. Live your life to the fullest every moment. Yesterday's gone. Don't dwell about it. You can't do anything about it. You did the best. Didn't work out. Start a new chapter, new page. Every day is a new day. You can make things happen. Tomorrow, you know, you plan for tomorrow. Planning yeah. is always a great thing. Doesn't mean that, you know, and plan with adjustments, with the ability to have contingencies. You know, you wake up in the morning, you want to go to the beach. It's raining. It's not going to be a good day. Do you go to the beach? You could, but, you know, it may not be the best move. Now, what is next plan? This is a simple That's example, right. right? You know, it's up to you how to make the decisions, you know, and, and you can do these things. And if we apply yeah. these rules in life, we change. And again, yeah. big, bold, and brave. It, it takes some guts. It takes some some cojones, as we say. To well, get it does. Done. It does. But, you know, and I, I love everything you just said, because we're talking about really, at the end of the day, limiting beliefs. And that's why my process is the way it is, because frankly, I used to do an intake where we would go right after the goals, the stuff they think they want, but what they would never do the work. And they would never do the work, as you said earlier because they had these limiting beliefs that were running in the background of their system that they didn't know that kept stopping them for everything. And so, you know, everything you said is just so dead on. And, and you also said one thing I, I want to add really quick uh, for anybody out there who's gone through something like we have too, when you start talking about health and wellness, that has been a huge, huge thing for us too. You know, we were working out somewhat before Gabriel passed away, but after that, we took a little bit of a break. You know, that first 30 days was pretty rough. But after that, we made a really strong, courageous decision together that we are going to take our health into our hands. This is early COVID, and we're going to start working out six days a week. We're going to move our butts six days a week, you know, and you don't have to become a fitness athlete, but move your butt six days a week. We started eating better. I really want to encourage people to take control of what they can control when it comes to their health. That was so dead on and it, and it bears repeating. It'll help you with everything. No, and again, by the way, we owe it to ourselves. Right? I mean, what, what else do you have? You know, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, I think um, I read something the other day. Uh, you've, you've heard about Jamie Foxx, right? You know, he's been sick, right? He has been out. Yeah, yeah. And, and apparently, you know, he was in the middle of a movie and they used doubles to continue the movie. So, you know, and, and the moral of the lesson in there was that it doesn't matter. You will be replaced. You know, you may be missed, but you'll be replaced. You know, right. you give your, your best shot to any job. As Listen, I've been in corporate for many years and you transit from one company to the other and like you never exist in that company. Like, that's it. You, you <laughs> yeah, just, that's right. I mean, really, you know, you, you're forgotten very quickly. I mean, some people very remember quickly. you because the impact you have with them. But the corporation itself, you know, you're irrelevant to them. You were you're dead. Just, you're dead to me. <laughs> exactly, right. you're dead. I mean, exactly you, right. your your replacement. I mean, if you're in a hospital, you're probably being replaced. I mean, you get 120 days on FMLA anyways, and then if not, you know, you're gone. So I mean, even with laws and everything, you that's really what life is about. So if you actually yeah. are stuck in that 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 path, it's okay. But just understand what it means, how you can navigate through it, and and have a different set of expectations, and be prepared for all these other circumstances that happen. That's right. But if not, you know, you'll be surprised what's going to hit you. And then you'll be like, oops, what happened to me? Well, what happened? Right. You were not prepared. And, and that's the thing. In life, 
you said it, death, right? We're all going to, well, that's the only certain thing in life is death. That's as right. I already got the sound. So that means that's happening. When? We don't know. And that's a good thing because we'll be crazy if we know. But, right. but, but, but so live today as you're going to live forever. And tomorrow is not here yet. And, and, and you can prepare for the hereafter if you want. That's a great thing. You know, there's, you know do yeah. good things, do good deeds, have a good relationship with people, don't hurt people, don't do bad. That's all good. I'm mean, talking to you as, as a pastor. <laughs> but, 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 but you know what I mean. So, so the fact is yeah. you can balance life between here and there. But today is a good moment. Enjoy. You have, like, for example, in your case, you have your kids now, right? You, I'm sure you cherish every moment with them. Absolutely. You know, because yeah. because that's the thing you don't know what it means, and and yeah. you want them to also see that now they see it. Like for example, if I talk about my kids, maybe they don't spend as much time with me because they haven't experienced loss yet. Right. You see, like I would literally, I I didn't, I I moved out of you know Morocco a long time ago, and my dad stayed there. So for over ten years, I haven't yeah. seen him, and wow. so eventually, I I was seeing him maybe once every two years, you know, and then he died eventually. So so I lost years. Of being right. with him and you know there's nothing that's going to bring those times you know i have few photos with him that that i that i have to date right and that's actually something that's in my mind you know like sure but there's nothing i can do about it it, it happened right. but right. but like i try to teach it to my kids guys you never know how much you have together because yeah. one day you wake up i'm not here one day someone cannot be here you know with your that's parents right. if you have them enjoy them your best friends enjoy them because you don't know like you know you could lose your best friend on on, on a split second and and by the way, they could lose yeah, you. That's right. No one knows, you know, all these. Nobody and these knows. are facts yeah. of life. So if yeah. you prepare to these things, you have a better place to, you know, you have you have a better place to start. Now again, I I, I try to engage, you know, on on my side with you on how I feel about this, but but that's how I operate as well. Um, yeah. But so I love your formula, and that's I think that's a that's that's the biggest and the strongest part. If you can get beyond that and make people see what it is, you can transform, man. You can really transform. It, it 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 will change their their mindset. It will change their ability to see life. I mean, again, they'll be like, "Yeah, well, this is a whole new world now." I'm living. You know? That's right. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there's two things really quick. I if 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 the listeners hearing us today really take seriously these two things, mindset is everything. It really is. There's no way around it. And then along with that, which is part of a mindset, is developing your emotional intelligence. If you do those two things, I guarantee you, you're going to live a fuller life. You're going to have greater experiences. You're going to have deeper, more intimate relationships. You're going to be more resilient. But you know what? You got to do something intentional about it. It doesn't happen by osmosis, which is what you know you said too. So I'm with you, man, all the way. I love it. Well, well, listen. So, so, so I know we've exceeded the hour, but it just, it's, it's just. So powerful discussion. I mean, I could spend another hour easy having fun here, uh, but 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 um. So so let's talk about your services now. I know you do this this work, you know, and right. uh, you're helping people. Is this only local folks that you have to be one on one, or you can do remote, you know, with people and guide them and coach and mentor? How does that work? Yeah, actually, the speaking and the coaching I do wherever you know I travel. Uh, I do virtually. So there's some corporate talks that I do to encourage people and fire people up. And a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today, uh, leadership stuff as well. But then the coaching, it can be one-on-one. I love in person. You know, I think we all love that one-on-one connection. Like you and I right now, we'd probably go run through a wall right now if we were actually together, right? So I love (laughs) that. But the reality of it is, is, you know, we live in a world now where 
the cool part about the virtual thing is I'm helping people all over the globe now. I've got a talk coming up where we're going to have literally a hundred people in a, I can't name the company, but it's a big global company from all over the world in this talk. That's freaking amazing. You know? So, so I love the virtual and I do do virtual, but totally, totally love the in-person stuff too. All right. Well, that, that's great because we do want people to to know that that they have the ability to access you uh, yeah. worldwide, and 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 you do have you know powerful stuff that you can bring to them. And again, you mentioned corporate, which means that there's a lot of that that can happen. Some companies do spend and invest in in you know coaching and mentoring to their they their do. staff yeah. to make them better, and, and not everybody does that. But again, we would encourage people that if their leaders out there. Uh, watching and listening you know you might want to spend some time and some some money and 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 you're going to invest that in in your your folks and you're probably going to get more out of them and they'll appreciate you more and so that's Without that's an important question. piece yeah yeah no, uh, no. so that's that's an important and now now the book is is big bold brave yeah big bold brave how to live courageously in a risky world uh the easiest way is just to go to amazon i mean it's available everywhere books are sold but if you go to Amazon, easy to find. And that's probably the simplest way, especially for those who are listening that are around the globe. All right. Well, here's the thing. So I will have the actual uh, link to your website on the, the job des- uh, on the job description, on the show's des- description. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> description. And um, also uh, the links to where they can get the book. And also they can click literally on your picture and, and go right to your site and uh, hopefully connect with you directly. And so they can you know start the engagement with you there. All right. So I think we're, we're coming to the end of the show here, but so, and we've covered a lot of things, but, but what would be like maybe one or two elements you want to share and leave people with thoughts that you want to leave them with today? I want to leave your listeners with just a last word of encouragement. I actually stumbled onto saying this. I was I was talking to a guy. He asked me a question. I'd never said it this way before. And after it came out of my mouth, I'm like, man, I really believe that. And that is, and, and you'll see it on my website if you go there. I believe three things about every human being. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your faith is. I believe every human being was created to be courageous. I think it's already in you. You may need some help digging it out. You may need a circumstance to put a demand on it but you were created to be courageous. I also believe that you were created with a creative genius. Now that's a whole other talk. I really actually believe I can prove that scientifically and biblically, but you were created with a creative genius. The people are listening right now. There is something in you that no one else has. And there's a great chance that you don't even think you're creative because you're so good at it. It comes so natural that you don't even think it's a thing, right? But I, but I believe that. So cultivate it. And then the third thing is I believe we are created to be compassionate. And I just want to encourage everybody out there, man, do something great. Do something great. Build a billion dollar, build a trillion dollar business. Help a lot of people, but don't ever forget where you came from and wherever you have a chance, man, be compassionate and help someone else. That's what I believe really makes for a full life. And I didn't do that, man. <laughs> That's a tough comeback. <laughs> you know, Clint, thank you so much for, for, for a great show. A lot of good, good insights here and uh, fire really energy stuff that people can take to the bank and just apply in life. Uh, and they can do more by reaching out to you. So thank you so much, yeah. Clintina, for, for being you, on the show. Hurricane. You're welcome. My pleasure. And so folks, there you have it. You know, hope that today's session is just going to get you so pumped. It's not in funny. Uh, so let's let's get let's get excited, let's get encouraged, let's get brave, <laughs> big, bold, and brave. 
uh, and uh, in in the memory of Gabrielle here. So, uh, awesome. you know, please, yeah. And so, so that's it, you know, for me today. American Age. We'll be talking uh, again, different show, different guest, uh, another topic. Bye for now. Cut. All right, man. That was awesome. powerful stuff, man. What do you think? That was fun. Oh, that was fun, dude. That was fun. We could we could have gone a million different directions. Listen, you know your your concepts are my my life. I mean, I I live through them. I live with them. And you know what? Like everybody else, it's a struggle. Now, again, I I don't want to live your experience. I mean, uh, to be yeah, right. No, I mean, no. obviously not. But but I know, like you know, you know, this is true. I always ask, like you know what's the next move because you never know what that next you know like you try to think yeah. about all the scenarios sure. but you do not know what that big punch is going to be you know and and you try not to think about it so much and you try to embrace you know or brace rather you know to to just be ready but you can't you know so uh again i my hats to you man no, it's uh no. it's a tough place well thank you i i appreciate your kind words and, and i just want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing i mean you're making a big difference and the reality of it is, is the kind of stuff that you're doing and that I'm doing helps people grow. And if they do keep growing, then when that gut punch does come, if it ever comes, you know, that hard, they're going to be better prepared for it. They are. That's how you do it. You know, you just do it daily by trying to become a better human being. Sure. Yes, sir. Listen, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this. Well, now listen, we're connected. We're friends. I'm going to follow absolutely. you. Absolutely. Follow me. So yeah, uh, are you on Instagram too, right? Yes. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, so what's your handle there? Is it uh, Clint Hatton, Just Clint, oh, Clint Hatton. Hatton. Okay, so that's yeah. easy. So, so I I'll do be... have a big bull brave as well, but people. When I first started doing that, people knew me. They didn't know it, and so I have it. But I well, use I'll, tag, I'll I'll tag you on on the clip. You know, for this too. Yeah. Probably the last minute that we that your last advice probably be, you know, and maybe some other nuggets. But it will be there, and then it will be on TikTok. It'll be all over the place, and then of course awesome. the show is going to be edited. I'll send you the you know the links so you can have them as well so you can share them do whatever you want with them okay thanks all right man I appreciate it I look forward to connecting again I feel like we're gonna talk again yes sir you got it all right well, man, I, do, a, you, do you do you do podcast yourself do you host not yet not yet I'm I'm getting close I've been I've been doing guesting for I don't know since December I, I wanted to really do a bunch so I could get used to it so I've done I don't know sixty to seventy now so I've done enough so I'm getting close to doing some sort of a live show. If you want to do that again, my platform is yours. So you know, Thanks, so I have, I, literally, I mean, we, I have free service, I have charge service, but doesn't matter. You know, you can still be part of the system, and your stuff can still be out there. I'm, I, I basically create the form or the platform where people can use it as, as a director for other people to actually get this. So, oh wow, okay. there's always a way. You know, you want to look for places where you can get the message out. You know, so yeah, my yeah, radio, yeah. and channels are for you. So whenever you're ready, just okay. Look, you know, link up and you'll be in. Thank you for that. No, I really appreciate that, man. All right, man. All right. Take you have easy, a great dude. night. All right. You too. Talk bye -bye. to you later. Yeah. Bye.
Testing one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Testing mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three.
There he is. Hurricane, how you doing, man? Oh, what's up, my son? My man, how you doing? Shoot, with a name like that, come on, you got to tear it up. <laughs> yeah, I had to come up with something. I mean, listen, it was given to me in a way, and I took advantage of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's how it started. Somebody, you know, used they used to call me Hurricane. Here comes Hurricane, you know, because I came like a literally like a hurricane <laughs> at work, <laughs> and so so it became it stuck. And you know, H is my first initial. It's also health, yeah. which which I started with health. Uh, this whole thing, and so uh, it stuck, and it's it's resonated well. People love it. It's got a good flavor to it. Totally, so, man, it works. Yeah, I mean, it, it only didn't work when I, I had the, we were having a discussion. There was a hurricane going, so my name yeah. was not as popular at that time. <laughs> right, right. I can see that. I can it see has, that. But it's all good. Well, listen, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, listen, I I read through your stuff. I you know, first of all, I. Your experiences are just, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't know. As a father, you're the man, yeah. I have to say, because, I mean, I don't know what would I do. And, and I, mm. I want to talk about that in, in the show because that is a tough, you know, right. play. Uh, no one can be prepared for that no matter how you slice it, you know. And so no. we got we got to certainly talk about that. And uh, But the work you do now, it's just amazing because you're helping you. people. Your book is uh, Big, Bold, and Brave. Is that, is that the, the book? I think. Correct. It's big, bold, brave, and then subtitles: How to live courageously in a risky world. Oh, good. We're gonna have fun today, baby. <laughs> Come I on. I got stretch for this. This is like a ring heel match. We're gonna have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I had to do all that that motion. Like, <laughs> come on. I love it. Uh, all right. Where, where you're located? <laughs> where, where Where are you? Um, I'm sorry. I, I I lost that part. I am in McKinney, Texas, which is just a suburb of north dallas all right i've been to dallas nice area love dallas uh, i didn't like houston though so you know i mean houston's the weather i didn't like the weather uh, let's it's, put it out it's nasty humidity and they actually have the worst traffic in the state of texas which is saying something so yeah it's i have a lot of friends down there but i wouldn't want to live in houston <laughs> yeah i'm in uh, you know just outside of new york city which again talking you about are, traffic okay. yeah I'm, I'm in the jersey side so uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You say New York City outside, it could be north, it could be west, it could be east. <laughs> I'm on the west side, west south. <laughs> um, but hey, all right. So so I think we're we can we can have some fun today, you know. Yeah, and, come on. Uh, we have about an hour. Oh, I, I thought you were you're rolling up your sleeve. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah. I just got I worked out today too. I got a bum shoulder, so I'm just stretching out. I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, I, I always tell people if you have a sauna or steam room in the gym. Hit it, man. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh. Today I wasn't able to use it because it's just time wise. Okay, but it does okay. the dry sauna, man. Yeah, I go man. in there after I'm done. Yeah. Which I don't know what took me so long. We've been working out this place for three years and I hadn't used it until like a month ago. And I'm I'm like, hey. Dude, I mean, really? I go do whatever I want to do. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, I actually I start with sauna steam and then I, I wound up with steam. Okay. Like at, the, at the end is a steam room, just you know, because you can get wet and all stuff, and then you go shower. But there's nothing better than that, man. It's just like it's for your skin, for your your yeah. your your heart rate, you know, heart rate and everything is pretty good. And I warm up in it actually, literally. So this way, I don't yeah. kind of before I hit the the floor, I do my thing. So, all right, man. Well, I hope you feel better. That's it. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. It's just so everyday, so, everyday stuff. Clint Hatton, Hatton, yeah, Hatton, yeah, Hatton, 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 yeah. Hatton. Okay. yeah. I think when I'm coaching people how to say it, I think you just say it fast. It seems Hatton. to be the easiest thing. Hatton. Yeah. And then Hatton. it doesn't matter. 
Okay, good. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I had a show. I usually ask, and this particular one, I thought to ask and I forgot to ask, and I did make the mistake. Uh, her name is Priday, but it's written Friday, like Friday. Right. So, so right, I, I right. just, by, without, you know, subconsciously, I just said Friday. I was like, um, damn, I missed it. <laughs> you knew it. Yeah. yeah no, totally, you know? man. You have, you have to ask every time nowadays because B-O-B. Oh, hey, Bob. Oh, no, it's Bob. It's like, huh. uh, I, right. I, I okay. would have never guessed that. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I know better because my name is just a mess. I mean, it's Hisham, John, Alan, Mari. Most people would not remember the first, not the last. You know, John, maybe. And that's what that's what John, you know, Hurricane came from. So it's just to to be different and not have to, yeah. to repeat myself. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, originally? Or your, or, your, or your background, yeah. Uh, Morocco. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Bucket yeah, list. Yeah. Bucket, Bucket list. list. Oh, it must that's do. one of them. Yeah, it's definitely uh, exotic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dif man. Different, exotic, and it, it's pretty modern. I mean, you'll have fun if you go there, you know. So uh, if you ever decide, now you have me as a friend. Just connect yeah, with me. Yeah, that's right. I'll hook I'll you up. And by the way, I do have connections, like, for trips and stuff. So if you ever want to go there, I got the best, you know, from Boston. They they, they serve Morocco well, and, uh, you know, the American, you know, uh customers they they just rave it so they're good come on all right man uh, i'll keep that in mind my wife and i love to travel ah there you go so now you have something to to look forward to all, all right. right man are we ready let's do it okay <clears throat> folks welcome back to the iHealth channel iHealth radio where do you host hurricane h um always a new day always a great show always a, a great guest i have and uh today's topic is again one of my favorite discussions because it's about life and uh, I think we all live in this world and life is important to us and uh, there's so many things that happen in life good bad ugly you know and it's how we deal with it and so on and so forth but my guest today is going to literally help us you know maybe live big bold and brave um, and, and really maybe transfer you know uh, transform actually our lives hopefully and that's what he does and he's also a writer uh, but his story began you know with a lot of tragic stuff that most of us watching and listening right now, if you were to just to think about it, you're probably gonna like, wow, I would not want to be in his shoes. And so, so, so I, I would not say anything more than that. I, I want to introduce my guest, Clint Haddon. Clint, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Hurricane. I appreciate it, man. Oh, uh, no, my, my, my pleasure, dude. And, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, it's a, a great topic for everybody. And, uh, I think, yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, an important topic because, uh, life throws in lefts and rights and swings and you know yeah, uh, it does you never you never you are never prepared for what's next right and uh you could you know, there are ways but you have to to be <laughs> open-minded about it so it's a right. tough place yeah. but so 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 clint uh before we get into all the book and the work and all the good stuff right Let's go back to because your story is impressive, man. It's just amazing, <laughs> uh, and I, I have yeah. to tell you, man. I, I did mention this to you just for our audiences. Your, I don't know how to even place it, and and your attitude about it, your smile. It's you're you're the man. I, I just have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and now people's yeah. like, like, what is he talking about? This dude here right now. Right, so, right. Now, it better be good now, right? <laughs> it better be good. It is good. It is good. Trust me, yeah, folks. Once once you hear this whole thing, you'll be like, oh my, oh my God, amazing. All right. So so again, resilience, yeah. right? You know, having yeah. the, the ability to to live through life and and you know the worst scenarios. And we're gonna talk worst case scenario here. So yeah. Um. So Clint, all yours, man. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. You know, it's funny. It, the reason I'm partly laughing too, other than just, you're so infectious, man. I knew we were going to have fun the minute we 
turned on the screens here. We could tell, <laughs> but you know, it's funny because I, I actually had kind of stuck to the story we're going to get into when I first got into podcast guesting, mostly just because I felt like it was the most fresh and the most relevant. And then I actually had another host that she so before we get into that, I want to find out more about you. So she started to dig into my origin story. And that's why I started to change my bio and put that stuff out there. Because the funny thing is, and I'm going to give it to you guys in a nutshell here, but when I look at it on paper, it does look like a lot of stuff, but it didn't feel that way going through life, you know, because I think for all of us, life is a journey and we have some victories. We have some great things happen, but then in the midst of that too, you get gut punches, like you said earlier. And so I don't feel special or, or, you know, I, I look at some other people's lives and I think, man, I can't believe what they've been through. Um, but to your point and, and to answer, you know, the, the initial call here to action, I grew up in Southern California, sunny Southern California, I grew up an athlete, had a lot of fun, really in my mind, had a great childhood. But then about 11, 12 years old, the first gut punch came and it, and it turned things upside down pretty fast. My parents have been married over 25 years. They got married very, very young and I came very, very late. And so, you know, I grew up assuming everything was totally stable. You know, I'd see them fight and stuff like that, but you're a kid. And ultimately, my dad ended up having an affair on my mom. And he didn't just have an affair. He ended up moving out and moved in with uh, his girlfriend. And then she had a son that was about two years older than me too, which was weird, you know, a really weird experience for me. Uh, I actually have an older brother, Hurricane, but he's about eight years older. So when this all occurred, he had already moved away out on his own, you know, several hundred miles away. So what ended up happening was, is my mom didn't handle that very well, you know, and, and I look back and, you know, have a lot of compassion for it. You know, she got married at 16, right? We don't even, nobody does that anymore, right? But she got married at 16, the only you know man she knew. And so she started drinking really heavy. She ultimately ended up having uh, suicidal ideation. And so this whole scene went on for about two years. And during that time, she tried committing suicide multiple times. Uh, probably the scariest for me was there was two times where I almost got taken out with her. One time we were in a car and she had been drinking and she decided that she was just going to end it all for both of us. And we literally spun out on this little two-lane highway going about 65 miles an hour. And this was a little two-lane highway in Southern California where I grew up that wasn't uncommon to have some pretty serious accidents and fatalities. And, you know, so on one hand, it was scary as I'll get out. On another hand, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, that's amazing. I lived through this, you know. And then sometime later, uh, my dad had actually come to pick me up and take me for the night because her and I were having this big fight. And we got a block away and heard a gunshot, you know, so we go running back to the house and ended up finding her in my closet. And it was just a scary scene. You know, we we were able to get the gun away from her. Thank goodness, you know, nothing actually happened beyond that, but had some pretty traumatic experiences, you know, out of that. And so ultimately, the reason why I think that's important is because I ended up choosing some pretty negative coping mechanisms coming out of that and didn't even realize it. Hurricane, you know, I mean, I'm 12, 13 years old. Again, I am an athlete. So that's keeping me uh, on the straight and narrow is probably not the right way to say it, but at least slightly crooked. Right. And, but I began to just abuse drugs and alcohol pretty hard at that young age. And it never really stopped even into my you know, 19, 20 years old. Uh, actually, I got into the car business 
after I had my second catastrophic knee injury. First one happened my senior year of baseball, and then I had another one happen my sophomore year of junior college football. Both those sports, I was trying to you know get a scholarship and go somewhere. And so after the second one happened, I just I was a little lost, you know, to be honest. Uh, school, I wish I could say now that school was the priority and football was just secondary, but it wasn't. It was the other way around. So after that second uh, uh, catastrophic knee injury, my career was over, and I got in the car business. Well. That sounds like, okay, maybe you got something good going on, but that's where I was introduced to meth. And so, you know, for the next nine years, among other things, abused meth for, you know, extended period of time and not nine years straight, like, you know, day in and day out, but did a lot of it over the course. I mean, I had multiple times where we would literally be off uh, in the, anybody that's listening to this, it's familiar with the car business. You typically work very long hours. And so once a month, we'd get a three-day weekend. And it wasn't uncommon for us to literally stay up the entire three days and not even go to sleep and just do meth and party. And, you know, so it was it was pretty intense. But ultimately what happened, Hurricane, and I, and I think this was kind of the beginning of me being able to handle some of these gut punches in life in a much healthier way. Uh, ultimately, what happened is I, I actually was I was... I was also in a failed marriage. So let's just add to the list, right? Uh, which at this point, I've given you no reason to think I should have been married, right? So that that already was a problem. So we were married during this time and both of us were total train wrecks. My last time using meth, we actually did it together. And I remember waking up the next day and I just remember thinking, I'm I'm just sick of this. I, I don't want this to be a part of my life. And so I just made it what I'm, I call them courageous decisions now, but I just made a decision. I'm like, you know, I'm done with this. This is never going to happen again. And I quit cold turkey and that was the end of it and and never look back. You know, that's been 30 years or whatever it's been now. So I'd shown some signs of being able to make some good decisions, you know, but ultimately about a year or so after that, uh, I ended up, I was involved in this uh, direct marketing company. It was like a nutritional company. And I know you're into health too. We're both into health. So this was kind of the beginning of me really starting to take seriously what I put in my body. So I got involved with this health company. And, and, yeah, I'm go just, ahead. Stop I said, me, Herbalife. Please. I said Herbalife. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was okay. called Symmetry, but very similar. Very oh, yeah, cause, similar. Because that, you know, I, I think age wise, that, you know, I just aged a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, I timed it and you know, Herbalife just came up and, and around the same time. So I, I'm assuming that that would have been it. But you're right. I never heard of them actually. Yeah. And funny enough, my brother actually had done uh, Herbalife for a little while, a few years prior to this. So I was very familiar with Herbalife, but ultimately I got involved just because I had some friends in it and it was a new company. You know, it was kind of the promise of you're getting in the ground floor. So what happened though, is two things happened during that time. And I think this is one of the things I'm going to love to talk to you about and get your take on, on some of this stuff. For the first time in my life, because of the, the workshops and the seminars and some of the, uh, you know, growth. Uh, we did we did workshops. We did we did weekends. We did all these different things to help people grow personally. And my mentors. I never had mentors before. I had mentors that were speaking into my life and encouraged me that I could be more than what I'd proven to be before. And you know, so my mindset began to change. And then for me, there was another pretty radical thing that happened around that time. My upline just happened to be a Christian 
uh, for your listeners, I'll just get this out of the way. I was a pastor for 17 years. Faith has been a big part of my life, but it started then. I actually went to a church service because I knew there was something different about them. Didn't know what my my only reason I even went. This is this is the I shouldn't say it this way probably, but the honest to God truth <laughs> is that <laughs> they had why adversity not? too. Yeah, why not? It sounds right. They had adversity too. But one thing I noticed is they didn't react the way I did. You know, a lot of times I would react and go into this tailspin emotionally and be really angry or, you know, so upset I can't even function. And I noticed that they seem to always have what I would just call peace now. So I went to this church service and ended up deciding, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start this relationship with God. So both those two things kind of happened around the same time. And that's really what began to send me on a path of especially being really interested in growing personally. Because even though that's what I do now, I've been doing it for a long time, I'm still ravenous to grow myself. Like, you know, we're never done. I, I just can't hardly wait to dig my teeth into the next thing that might be able to help me, you know, incrementally grow even a little bit further. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here yeah, we go. I, I had to stretch those, right? <laughs> well, well. first of all, uh, you know, I, I, by the way, folks, we haven't even hit the punchlines, right? I mean, there's more. Uh, yeah, there's more. Gonna, there's it's going gonna, it's gonna to get heavier. But 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 let's talk about, you know, all, all this you know that, that, that i guess the preface of the discussion all the stuff that you've covered first of all i mean yeah. yeah people are watching and listening right now i mean unfortunately a lot of people are going through this you know the dilemmas you've you've gone through right? and it's just part yeah. of life it's becoming more and more coming i mean talking about relationship divorce rates and kids you know being in, in that mix and uh you know right. uh, i mean uh, your mom was definitely married too too early too young and uh, again, that that was devastating. But but you at that young age going through that experience, which a lot of people today might be going through, it's always. Yeah. It, I mean, it's easy for you to become uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, an attraction to all these uh, extracurricular <laughs> activities, sure. you yeah. know. And and it's very easy for some of those those predators, I guess, that to see that hey, you're a, you know you're a quick one. <laughs> we can sure. get you in the realm of this world. And then you get sucked into this 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 literally you know vacuum of of bad stuff yeah. at yeah. a young and and again you were in school you did your thing but but again you were a sport and athlete you know and uh, you got hurt that's the other part I mean physically that can be challenging as well so so all that these was tough, make, man that was tough yeah it, it is and and by the way that age you're you think you're vulnerable you know uh, you're you're invisible. Uh, you think that you the world owes you. I mean, that's that's all of us, right? You know, that's that's just yeah. how it is. I mean, I have a couple of teenagers, and they think that they know it all and they know everything, right? But that's just how it is. I've been there. Uh, everybody's watching, listening. They probably at a certain point in their life felt the same way, and um, you know. But then you're right. There was you said the key word. You did not have a mentor before. You don't have that, and eventually, uh, yeah. So that's the other thing. I mean, you were engaged with the 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 group of people that actually encouraged some of the bad stuff. And that's always something that we would tell people is you got to pick, you know, your entourage correctly because that's what's going to yep. make you. If you, you know, uh, and we just had a show about the the one of five. Tell me who you you were with. Right. So, so so it's a very similar concept. It applies all the time to all of us. If you frequent the wrong crowd, then, well, you're probably going to get mixed in with, uh, you know, the wrong stuff. You know, just what it is. Uh, if you do the right thing by going with maybe, and the question is like, who is right? Who is wrong? What is right? What is wrong? How do you identify? At yeah. that time, it sounded all party time. It was all fun. We all right. gone through that, you know, like it's college days. It's fun days. I'm young. I'm exciting. I see people today in that age and they like full of life. Right. And, and, but, but, but 
they don't know where they get in. And then, and sometimes one small step to the wrong path. And to your point, you deviate and uh, yeah. it's a crooked line, but then that line can just deviate so much. It's, it's, it's over. Right. Um, but you went, you know, so, so you did that. Now you got into the world of business and then you got yourself into, you know, finally like a corporate structure where there is levers and yeah, I mean levels and you have the ability to actually look up to things and, and right. learn different things and, and, and start now being part of a system that is a little different. Right. Uh, so that that was good, and then you decided to find you know the path of God, which is you right. know, uh, that's usually a, an easy way and a better way to 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 control all that because you and and by the way in the church system or any faith system you tend to to get straight. I mean it's you know because your relationship gets better and uh, right. amazingly I mean you you actually went pastor so you went full full in. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did. Eventually that would happen. <laughs> Well, I mean, again, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you, you, but th but that was part of, you know, your system. I mean, that was kind of like your solution uh, between yeah. being mentored into the business world and having a faith, some, something higher, you know, of authority to, to, to cling to, to actually be part of and a system because that's what it is. It's a system and a brotherhood, sisterhood, you know, so yeah. you becomes, you become part of a different family and you, you actually, your bad habits tend to disappear that way because you you have the i guess fate right it's it comes it, it becomes strength and so on and so forth and then the rest of it now you find it as a passion and to go to pastor i mean that's another thing now not only it was right. for you now you're doing it for others you're preaching to others right and so and about 17 years is a pretty long run <laughs> it, it, it was yeah. a few minutes it was a few minutes yeah uh, as you're saying that too i want to point something out really quick that i think is really important for not just my story but what a lot of different people go through. You know, my parents did reconcile. That whole thing lasted about two years. And so they ended up being married for 65 years. They both passed away about eight years ago. So they're no longer with me now. But um, the reason I bring that up is, you know, so I had my parents during that time, but I think they felt really guilty, frankly, over some of this. Cause I, I just gave you guys a couple, I mean, bad things that happened, but there were way more. There were some just really ugly scenes. And so they never held me accountable to anything. They let me kind of do whatever I want to do. And that's how I took my life. And so, but the interesting thing was, is even in those really heavy drug days, I always wanted to help people. That was one thing I always wanted to do. Now, I didn't realize so much at the time. I didn't necessarily have the wisdom <laughs> to help people in the right way. But ultimately, I think that's what led me to pursue becoming, uh, getting into ministry and and ultimately becoming a pastor because it gave me a clear path of a way that I could, you know, form a, a, a real intentional way to help people. Well, you had the core, you, the values were there. Right. Again, you, you got a little bit of a, a bump basically. And, and, and again, I mean, first of all, thank you for bringing that because that's, that's a big piece of the, inf the information here is that, that your parent did reconcile, which again, that's positive. Uh, I, I tend to always try to look for positivity, and that is positive. Uh, yeah. As much as it is, I mean, yeah. Listen, things happen in life, right? People make mistakes. They they were listen. They got back and they stayed married for the longest time, right? So they why did. not? Yeah, they uh, did. So that was good. But 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 in a way that kind of because as you said, their guilt, whatever it was, you know, right. did create a little bit of like, hey, you're 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 the man. You do your thing, and just you know, and so they were less controlling, less stuff. But your person. 
your inner self was still a good, you still had a good core. And that's, if you have that, that's actually like your, your more compass, right? And that, yeah, that, change, right. that if someone has that, no matter what you deviate and you come back, uh, some people sometimes lose that, uh, you know, period. And that's the, that's the challenge. Right. But so hopefully, you know, everybody's watching, listening, just, just dig in. It's always there. It's just a matter of, you got to find it. Right. And sometimes the elements guide you to it. You never, that's everything right. happens for a reason. There's no such coincidence in life. Things happen. And, it, you know, there are circumstances and sometimes we make the wrong decisions, but sometimes you get guided back. And so, listen, it happened, but but you did, you know, wanted to help and you help people. I'm sure in the 17 right. years of, of ministry, you've you've delivered sermons, you've 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 changed other people's life, probably other people that were going through the same or worse. Right. And you got them back into track and so on and so forth, which is awesome to, to hear. Now, that's that's up to that point now. There was more to your story, and, right. and that's what guided you to what you do today as work. Now, I believe the next phase was in, in, in inflicting your immediate family, now your personal family, not your parents, now you right. as a father. So let, let's talk about that for a minute, because yeah. this is where, where the heavy stuff, at least for me as a father, that's... Uh, you know, that, that knocked me out when I read about that stuff. That's tough. For sure. No, for sure. And there was a few events that happened along the way that I think uh, you said it really well earlier that nothing fully prepares for where we're about to go with my story, but there were some things that, that as a family unit, the way we functioned, we had to get through some stuff that I do think ultimately did help service as a family. And just in, quickly, you know, I, I did get the opportunity to remarry. And we've been married over 20 years now. Uh, two of our boys, including my oldest son, Gabriel, who we'll talk about in a second, were born prematurely, really prematurely. My youngest, Liam, was born at one pound, 14 ounces, three months early. This was during H1N1 virus. You know, we didn't know if he was going to make it, you know, all this stuff. So we had been through as a family unit, some gut punches, some tough things, you know, that I think as a family helped us fight together which ultimately where we're going to go now, I think made a big difference uh, for me and my bride and my two boys. And so you already know I have three boys. What happened was Gabriel was a pilot at 16 years old. Uh, very you know, unusual. There's not a lot of those out there, but he was, he was just adamantly certain from about eight years old that he wanted to become a pilot. He actually went up in a little aircraft with his uncle Danny, got the bug, and that was it, man. And he locked in on it. And so at 16, he started actually uh, flying with the flight instructor. He soloed before he had a driver's license, which was pretty crazy. And at 17, he reached his goal of becoming a licensed pilot. That was his first dream. And so, you know, here I was watching him live this courageous life and, and really just go for it. And he was just so much fun to watch. And we all enjoyed his journey. Ultimately, where that led, though, was, you know, when you become a new pilot, and this isn't because of age, just any new pilot, it's all about the hours. You got to fly as much as you can. And he wanted to become a commercial pilot. So that means you need to get to 1,500 hours just as soon as you can before you can take that next step. So he was flying all the time. And one afternoon, September 23rd of 2019, he had a, a dear friend of his that they just graduated that summer, actually. Uh, they graduated from high school that summer. She needed to go to the University of Arkansas uh, to get back to school. And of course, you know, that's what he loved to do was help friends and, and get his hours. So he flew her up there. He dropped her off safely. Uh, thank God for that. And 
Unfortunately for us on the return trip, he ended up running into an unexpected weather system going through a little mountainous region outside of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And he flew into the side of a mountain and he lost his life. And so, you know, hurricane, um, that's, that's the gut punch of all gut punches. You know, it's the absolute worst nightmare as a parent, you know, there's nothing else you can think of that's any worse than that. Um, and, and the crazy thing was, is it, it also came at a time when we just felt like, gosh, we finally have made it, you know, life was going good. His dreams were, you know, just unfolding right before his eyes. So many opportunities. Uh, our other two boys were thriving as well. They were nine and 14 at that time. And it just really came at a point where even for our faith, you know, if I could say this, we didn't have the money. We were pastors during that time. We didn't have the money for him to go to flight school. Anybody that's familiar with that knows it's tens of thousands of dollars. Yet we ended up having this opportunity through this club right here in the town where we live in, where a gentleman created this club for teenagers and literally had everything donated to them. The flight instructors donated their time. He taught them how to work on planes, work on the engines, do oil changes, do all this stuff. They had to just give sweat equity. But if they worked hard, he allowed them to fly. And that's ultimately how he was able to achieve his dream of getting the license. So life is going great. And then everything just, no, no pun intended, literally everything just came crashing down on us. And so as you said earlier, man, there's there's no way you can prepare for that. Um, I mean, literally, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, dad, see you later. I hear the garage door shut. And at 815, we get a call and it's his mentor. And he, and it, you know, he tracked his pilots on a, a little iPad device. He went down. We don't know exactly where he is. You know, and I won't take you guys through the whole story because it's it was a long, hellish night. But ultimately, there was some misinformation. At one point, we thought he was gone, and then we thought maybe he might be alive. And then ultimately, at about three thirty in the morning, is when we found out that he was gone for sure. It turned out they were just waiting for the coroner to put his stamp on a piece of paper, quite literally. And so, you know, our our younger boys, uh, they slept through the night hurricane. We didn't want to wake them up because we didn't know where the story was going to go. So we just let them sleep and waited. And so that next morning when they got up, which was about 7.30, I was forced with what I call the impossible conversation. You know, and I'm going to be really candid with you. I had no idea what in the hell I was going to say. You know, um, we had had all night, you know, we had cried. We had just held each other. You know, we, we just went through this emotional ride that's just hard to describe unless you've been through it. And then you've got to turn around and somehow tell his little brothers that looked up to him because he was like the consummate big brother. He was bigger than life, you know, and tell them what happened. And I honestly don't remember those words. Couldn't even tell you. What I can tell you was after their response, which was exactly what you would expect, um, I knew we needed a compass. I think you used the word compass earlier in a different context. Yep. I love that you said that because that's what the moment needed. I, I knew, here's what I did know, Hurricane. The 17 years of pastoring did help prepare me in this way. It didn't help me with the pain because the pain still to this day, very real. The acceptance of 
It, absolutely. But what did help me is I had helped or been involved in many people's lives over the years that had suffered a tragic loss. And what I had seen in some cases actually saw where people hoped in some really healthy ways. Unfortunately, I also saw the opposite. And so I was at least aware that if we didn't set a compass, that things could go wonky on us really fast as a family, you know? And so ultimately this is how Big Bull Brave came to life. You know, I, I looked at him and I said, boys, we have two choices. We can choose to focus on Gabriel's death the rest of our lives. We can focus on the tragedy of it and all the things that we're going to miss and not get to experience with him. And if that's all we ever think about, we are going to be shadows of who we were created to be. We're not going to live the lives that we were meant to live. And we're going to be trapped in this tragedy. I said, or we have a second choice. And that is that we can choose life. And what I meant by that was simply, we talked about how he lived, right? Super courageous to do what he did to become a pilot. He taught himself guitar and actually could play <laughs> really well. He was an amazing photographer, got some incredible opportunities with that. I, to this day, actually have probably thousands of photos that I'm so grateful to have. You know, he just attacked life. And I said, so boys, that's how we're going to live. We're going to live like your brother. And that's how we're going to honor him. And we're going to do it together. And so we made a pact that morning and that kind of began our new journey. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to read about it and hear it from you is just another one. I mean, it's, and and by the way, I know it's been a few years, but but you yeah. know it's never going to be that that far behind. It's it's always no. it's always raw. I mean, again, right. like I said, as a as a parent, you know, that moment that you've gone through is is the moment that we all fear. And uh, you know, we I have you know a twenty six year old, I have an eighteen and seventeen, and uh, you know, you try to to think that everything's peachy, but but right. you know, you never know. And of course, you you try not to think about the worst case scenario. But it is happening all all the time, every time. I mean, right. I've I've seen it. I've lost friends who are you know uh, who are younger, you know, uh, uh, when I was a kid, you know, and so their parents went went through the suffering. So it's it's very difficult. And as as a parent, you 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 wish and hope that it never happens, and it goes through the traditional way. We get grow older, and everybody's happy. Your grandparent, blah blah blah, and life goes on. But yeah. again, life. Again, is and there's so much stuff that happens that that you cannot really plan for. This is definitely one of them. And again, I mean, you hear people get sick, and it's one thing, but like to your point, uh, he goes up and he doesn't come back. That's another. That's right. I mean, there's different levels, but it doesn't matter. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you got people who who lose their their kids to military. They go, you know, they right. and, and they come back in a casket, or they don't even come back. It is. It is always and. I mean, we see in the movies, they walk in, they knock on your door. Hey, we're bringing the bad news, right? And right, and and everybody's like, you know, you're you're you you feel that. I mean, every time they leave, you don't know if you're like coming back. Uh, and, and but but that's different, right? At least you know what you signed up for. In this case, yeah. you, you could not possibly see it happen. And you said he was full of life and and energy, and and you know the the future was his, and and right. you know and. You had no reason to believe otherwise. Plus, again, I have to say, you being in in the ministry and and as pastors, you know, you have faith, you have that that open mind and positivity, and you know, you, you know, go with God and all this stuff. So you would not think, you know, stuff. But right. I do, and and I love what you said that because of what you did, you've seen the good and the bad, the worse and the and the better, you know, outcomes of families who face, you know, trials and tribulation in this particular what manner. But 
even that, right? Yeah. Because you have at least, a, you know, to your point, a compass, a lookout, like you have a sampler in front of you, like you've had a few cases where, you know, if we go this way, this is what's going to happen. If we go exactly. this way, this is what's going to happen. But I, I still believe that if it wasn't about your fate, you and, and, and your wife and, and, and your family, that could have been even much harder. Because the fact Without is, question, we all know yeah. the good and the bad, but unless you have a strong level of fate, it is not going to be easy. It's not. I mean, just thinking about it, it makes it difficult. You know, I, I'm not yeah. experiencing it. I'm just thinking about it with you and I'm feeling it, right? So, and I'm assuming that's exactly what transcends right now to anybody that's watching. At least if you're not a parent right now, you're not going to feel this. But if you're a parent, you will know what that feels like. From the moment your kids are born, to the you know to 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 today's moment, you're always gonna have those moments where you're like you know you're afraid and you have that you we we might it's have natural, some ego. Yeah. It's not we might have the ego, the pride. We don't show all those sentiments sometimes, but deep inside they're there. You, you would not want to hear. I mean, my son broke his arm and you know I was overwhelmed. I mean, that's <laughs> right. that's nothing, yeah. right? You know, so just think about that, right? Uh, you know, this is this is loss of life, and you know, like to your point, uh, it's 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 difficult, but it looks like. That was the moment that triggered a whole new approach for you guys and a whole new path. And uh, yeah. the name itself, I mean, you know, it's it's powerful the way you've 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 put it. You know, bold, brave, uh, big, bold, brave. I mean, that's 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 it's humongous, right? It's got it's got a big you know weight to it. And uh, so so let's let's go through that. So now you decided yeah. to go this way. Right. And so, so what is the actual concept behind it? I mean, I, I get the, the, the source and the reason behind it, right. but now you decided to take this on the road to transform people, to help right. people, to get through tra tragedy, to get through life, because again, high risks in life, things happen. Let's say today, I'm going to ask this question. If you, now that you know what happened, if you yeah. were to be able to, to say, I don't want you to fly. Right. Would you have done that? That that's a great question. And the answer is absolutely not, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people probably think one of two things. They think I, I might have said the other, right? Or they may think, okay, well, that's easy to say either way, right? Because it's it's already happened. But here's the reality for us as a parent. This is our perspective on the whole thing. He was living his dream. He was doing the only thing, I mean, he did, he did, he had other hobbies and stuff. I don't mean that he was only flying, but it was his greatest passion. The one thing that he had wanted to do from the time he was young. And so the way we see it, we would be revisionist and we would have to ignore all of that to go back and say, we would have made a different decision. Uh, the truth is, is we made a decision that opened the door for him to potentially live his entire life crushing dream after dream after dream because after he he reached that first goal man i'm telling you there was more i could tell you guys doors were opening left and right we like to say it this way the answer would still be yes because we loved him just that well, simple first of all i i believe you and um yeah because you came to terms what happened happened but but you wouldn't have had it any other way because right. that was him and that was the decision that you made based that's on right. a complete set of of understanding and and believing in it and that's it and you right. can't change what happened but but you can't change it otherwise even the other way now even if we go back in time you know to your point that was the right decision at the time period um yep. but 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 you know and that's 
and I, and I commend you for it because again, uh, it's difficult, right? Now, yeah. now you started this, this whole, first of all, you wrote a book, right? right. So w was it the, the, the service or the, con you know, the, the, the whole, uh, I guess, coaching that you started or the book started before the coaching, which one came first, the egg or, <laughs> yeah. the, or the chicken? <laughs> That's a great question. Well, you know, really as, as a pastor and, and I'm saying it this way because depending on what your experience is, whoever's listening to this, what a pastor means, it could be a lot of different things. My role over the course of those 17 years was heavy in mentoring people and coaching people. I was deeply involved in, in really doing that every day. So the coaching in and of itself wasn't new, right? But what happened, and I'm going to kind of weave this all together because I, I love the way you're framing all this. You know, Big Bull Brave, the phrase actually came out of that first morning because when we were having this conversation and setting the compass, we ended up getting a phone call because of what had happened. You know, it was a plane crash and it was a 17-year-old pilot. So a couple of news agencies called us. One of those was the Fox Dallas affiliate. And they wanted to do an interview. Now, I'm at, at first, I'm like, uh, hell no. You know, there's no way. I mean, we were a total train wreck. But what happened, and, and I want everybody listening to this, remember what I said earlier about the conversation I had with my boys and us talking about this life mentality, right? She literally, before the reporter hung up, after me saying no, she said, just give it a little more thought before the day is up because this is my assignment. I have to do this story. And if I do it without you, I'm only going to be able to report on his death. If you'll do it with me. And she happened to be a person of faith too. So she said, you can tell his story about his life and you can include faith. You can say whatever you want to say about it. And so I didn't say yes, Hurricane, at that moment. I mean, I was just overwhelmed, honestly. But as a family, we had a meeting shortly after that call and decided that, this was our first opportunity, if you will, came way quicker than we expected, but to put our money where our mouth is in terms of, you know, are we really going to live it out this way? So we did the interview. Now, the interview itself, I'm very sincere. I don't remember any of it. The only reason I can even remember any of it today is because I have the video that she created. She did a three-minute segment. Yeah, so I can watch it and see what happened, but I have no actual memory of any of it. But interestingly enough, what happened is somewhere in there, I said, he lived his life big, bold, and brave. Don't remember saying it. But what the reporter did that ended up being, I mean, I don't think I'm exaggerating, life-changing for us, was she ended up at the very end of the segment, she closed it out with saying, Gabriel's parents want to encourage you to live like Gabriel, big, bold, and brave. And Hurricane, when I heard it back to me, it just had this life on it. Now, I want to point out very, I want to point out two things really fast. One, everybody listening to this, we didn't do any of this perfectly. We suffered. We still do from time to time. Pain comes in waves, you know. So when I when I talk about big bull brave and some of the stuff we're about to get into, I'm not talking about just you're just kind of, you know, puffing your chest up. And I'm just going to push through this thing like nothing ever happened. That is not even remotely close to what we're talking about. We're talking about you're going to feel pain. There's new fears that are going to come and attack you and try and keep you from living your life and squashing our other two kids' dreams, right? Being afraid that something's going to happen to them. All that stuff came. 
But what Big Bull Brave did was it just gave us this, this phrase. It was a family mantra at first to recalibrate to when times got tough because they did get tough. And then ultimately it was about two years later that I actually decided that, Hey, it's time. I had talked about doing coaching outside of the church for years and never had the courage to do it. Never had the courage to start a business of my own. And because of the way Gabriel lived, I thought, you know what? I'm a coward. And he was courageous. He Anything he wanted to do, he just went for it. And I'm sure he had fear. I know he had fear, but he did it anyway. So I decided I'm going to do it anyway. And so that's why I launched out with the coaching. I started just doing some, it was on the side, just doing some, you know, side coaching. And then what really happened was three months after he passed away is when COVID hit. So for that next two years that I'm describing, just like everybody else on this planet, we were trying to not only grieve him, but we were trying to just wrap our minds around the entire world that had gone crazy and been flipped upside down, right? And every human on the planet has suffered in some way, and many lost a loved one, you know? And so ultimately what happened was I began to look at all the fear. This is not a political statement for me at all. I don't think you, I don't think anybody can make the argument whether you think things were handled the right way or if you think things were handled the wrong way, that fear was unleashed on our planet unlike anything we've ever faced before. And I just decided, you know what? We've already had the worst thing that we can imagine happening to us as a family. I refuse to live the rest of my life in fear. I'm not going to fear a virus, and that's not to diminish those who lost their loved ones. Please, if you're listening to this right now, know I have extreme compassion for you, and that's an awful loss, and I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry that you had a loss, but the fear factor that has kept so many people crippled in what the pandemic did, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just really felt like it was time. And I knew I could, I could write a book that would help people that were suffering too, like we had through a really tough loss, because it does you know, cover some of the grieving process that we went through, but it's not a grieving book. It ultimately helps people face fear and and dream again and really begin to take some steps to make courageous choices to accept that you are going to get the gut punches in life, but you're not going to let them stop you. And that's ultimately what Big Bull Brave is all about, Hurricane. Well, listen, I mean, I'm listening to you and we do need that in our lives. We need to to think big, bold, and brave. And, and you said it. I mean, fear is our worst enemy in everything. And, and and anything in life, by the way, you you said it best because no matter I I'm a, a huge motivational you know person and inspiration you know is it, it runs through my veins. I always love these things, but believe me, I tell this all the time. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Stuff. But I'm just like everybody else. We have right. our own hesitation. We have our own down moment. We all have our Absolutely. doubts and everything. But you you punch through it. You don't allow right. that to happen. That's the thing. You keep that mantra. Your your motto in front of you, like big, bold, you know, brave. I'm going. No matter what. No, you got to keep exactly. reminding yourself. No, I got to do this. And that's what gets you know people ahead. Sometimes is the ability to actually you know a resilience to really be able to go through it regardless of events and and. Actually, I use that, that what you just said is that I have to prepare for the worst scenario. And if you always prepare for the worst scenario, then the rest will always be easy. In your case, you don't, you already passed the, the worst case scenario. You had that. I mean, that experience right. is, yeah. is beyond what people can imagine, right? 
So if you have that, right, then you are ready for the next level and nothing else can challenge you. I mean, we get to financial hardship, you can get through it. You get through marriage, marriage yeah. does reconcile yeah. eventually. Absolutely. You, you, you know, you go through, you know, a job, you know, you don't like, you can change things. Life, you cannot bring back. That's right. See, you can live the memory, you can push that, but you can't bring someone back, you know, and that's the that's thing. Right. Like, like, you know, Gabriel lives through his action. He lives through this process. He lives right. through changing other people's because of him. Now, many other people are benefiting from your work. And so, so, so in a way, that's his legacy. That's right. <laughs> and, that's, yeah, that's, totally. and I love what, what, what that whole interview with, with the, the, I guess the, the, the press person is that it, it, it was really, I mean, it's press journalism one-on-one, but it was really touchy and yeah. it had a meaning, but it meant well, you know, and it did well because, it was the driver because it is sometimes we have to see it to believe it. You know, it's one thing that if it's not in front of you, but when you, like to your point, you said it, you, it didn't mean anything. It didn't, re right. it didn't resonate. But when it was in front of you, that's right. It clicked like, wow. And now it became the driver. And you're right. The, the pandemic did hit, you know, every single corner of this planet, that's you right. know, uh, millions of losses of lives. Uh, and, and that's just, just the, the first strategy. And people lost, businesses people lost other right. things you know different levels of losses obviously the ultimate sacrifice will be you know the, the that part and which was you know super tragic but 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 you're right there's a lot of people also that kind of took this as a wake-up call and it, it is yeah. a wake-up call for all humanity yes. i mean at the end yeah. of the day you know know that we don't know what tomorrow holds we're here and you know we got to live the moment again Big, bold, brave. I love it. I'm going to have to use this. <laughs> you you might want to trade that. <laughs> Go trademark for it. <laughs> you, you need to trademark it because I, I, it's it's contagious, right? But but really, it's a, it's a beautiful line, you know, and and it is it is a, a powerful, you know, just to listen to it. It's like, yeah, it keeps like, you know, I want to be that. And I think I think we all kind of want to use that uh, just, just yeah. as a concept, right? And life needs us to do that because it is a difficult place. It is not peachy it's not always like we see it as on social media or in the movies it's just like having fun every day that's right it's gonna come with a lot of things i mean what you have to endure with your family you're you're making it very light and shallow right now as deep as we've talked i mean every moment that you spend you sit down you i'm pretty sure you look at the room you look at the stuff i mean i'm looking at the guitars behind so i'm assuming yeah. those are his yeah, actually, the photo you're looking at, he took that says, photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. those are things that you see every day. It, you know, so he lives through them with you. But, but at the same time, you re you remember sometimes you're like, I wish he was here. You know, and that's just a human nature. We always like, you know, my dad passed, right. and you know, I, I and you said your parents passed, and you yeah. know, like I, I'd give anything to have him back, right? Absolutely, can't bring him back. And and but but you do have the memories of that, and and you live through that, and and sometimes the things that they say. Are, are part of our fabric now. They're part of our lives and we use right. them. And basically we carry that with us and it helps. Now this helped you cope with it, helped your family cope with it, but right. you took that, not only that, I mean, you wrote the book, but you also started the coaching and the mentoring and you've changed lives. I know that you've changed thousands of people's lives. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and just in a short term period, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, a lot of years, a couple of years. Right. Yeah. And you've affected a lot of folks positively. And you're still doing, I mean, you are doing the podcast, which is the other part. I mean, this reaches right. thousands of people worldwide. So, you That's know, right. this is like a fire that is just spreading, you know, positivity all over the place. Again, legacy. It's something that is super powerful. Now, now, you in your mentorship, you talk leadership. You talk about, you know, dreams. You talk about being aware. Right. You, you cover a lot of big 
big items. So let's let's go through the list of things that you cover through your system. And then and then how obviously we'll talk about how people can reach out to you to to be to be part of the system to actually benefit directly from your work. And or certainly, obviously, we want them to to see where they, the book is available so they can get that. Sure. So let's talk about some of the things that you do in your method, methodology and, and the work that you do with people to get them. And by the way, also, if you can tell us like the type of folks that you have, I mean, individuals, business people, leaders, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, man, where do I start? I think. I'm going to say this, you know, I've actually shifted over the last few years of the way I approach people with mentoring and coaching. <clears throat> there was definitely a factor. You use the word legacy. I love that word. There was a factor to suffering this kind of a loss and just, you know, death being in your face, right? Because like you said, we're we're all aware we're none of us are getting out of this alive, right? <laughs> I mean, nobody. So you can be aware of that, but when it when it happens in such close proximity, it really does get you thinking about death, but even more so life. And so one of the things that that I really do a lot of now, whether I'm speaking to a group or whether I'm working with somebody one-on-one, is I like to stop people in their tracks. And I love to have them tell my story or tell them their story first. It's a, a great place to start. Because what I have discovered is a very small percentage of people, I'm curious to see if you've run the same thing, are really, truly living the life that they thought they would. And what I mean by that, I don't even mean, that was my Siri trying to chime in there. <laughs> uh, hey, Siri, I've thank never you. had that happen. <laughs> Welcome to the show, AI in action, baby. I love it. <laughs> I have never had that happen. I've been like, anyway. That's um, good. That's a nice highlight. Seriously. That was hilarious. <laughs> so the reason why I think that's important is because if we never stop on our tracks long enough to really even think about what the heck am I doing? You talked about what, you know, you can change your job. You can, I looked at all those things and that's what I challenge people to do before we get, before we even go anywhere is I'll have, I have some, I have some intake forms and different things I use to have them, you know, take some time and fill it out and think things through and, and, and really try to be honest with themselves about where they're at. But ultimately where we're trying to go with that is, is, is your life where you hoped it would be in your relationships in your finances in your career? And if it's not, what are you going to do about it? And I know that sounds really elementary, but the truth is, is most people never take that step. And so most people stay stuck in whatever it is, you know, a, a crappy marriage or, they just never really have great friendships or they're in a career that they despise, you know, for 25 years and get the gold watch and sit in a rocking chair and, and you know, cuss at the TV for the next 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love in my process, I love just stopping people in their tracks. I like to have them tell me their story first because it always ends up revealing the deep things. And so then we go to work. Then we go to work with, okay, what do you want to look like? And so once you can get a little bit of an idea where you want to go, now you can start to get with the nuts and bolts, right? And so you asked me, you know, who works with me? Right now, I've got a pretty wide variety. If I were to tell you, you know, their lives, very different, you know, executive type people. Um, I've got a recent divorcee who've been married for 30 years and got divorced and just didn't know what's my life going to be like with next, you know, pretty wide gamut. But most people 
can relate to being stuck and 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 the fear that has kept them there. So I spend a lot of time talking about fear. I think you mentioned that. I spend a lot of time un- unearthing what are the things that have held you back. And what I've discovered, and I want to hear your take on this. I know you're, I really appreciate your promoting me and giving me an opportunity to, to talk about what I do, but I love this conversation. You know, I, I think with a lot of the people that I talk to, if they really could do whatever they wanted and, and fear was not a factor, most would change their life. Oh, that's you, you're getting me started there, baby. <laughs> they would change their life. They would totally change their life. They, they but do. fear they, keeps they them stuck. What, what's your experience with that? Fear and comfortable uh, and being comfortable. So comfort zone sure. and fear. Two, two, two worst enemies for us. By the way, I, I think I think I love your strategy, which is after you do your assessments, you know, you hold them there. You stop stopping your track, you know, question things. Because we don't do that. I think all of us make the mistake, and I've made the mistake for years where yeah. I I I I would say that I've been challenging myself for, for many years i've been trying to retire for the last 25 years <laughs> i've been i've been literally on and off you know starting you know uh businesses go to corporate you know keep corporate and business on the side i've been struggling with that formula right because i know that i cannot just do one because that will be a dead end and yeah. but but so but i know the most i guess factor that affects everyone is the fear of the unknown the fear, the, the yep. fear of the inability to make ends meet and things like that because we are so caught up. Sometimes we live a certain lifestyle and you just don't want to stop that lifestyle. You're not willing to to downsize. You're not willing to sacrifice. You're not willing to 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 stand for the right things. Like you know, um, uh, it's it, you have to have that ability. And so those fears are all the yeah. reasons why you accept that that shitty job, that you accept you know the shitty boss, that you That's accept right. that you know. I'm not going to go any further. We accept, you know, people stepping all over you. Uh, you accept that, you know, I'm cool. I'm doing it. I'm making good money. You know, what's good money? You know, I, you know, like, oh, I, it's yeah, funny. Exactly. Yeah, I, I asked question in, in, in interviews, like, how much would you like to make in the next five years? In years, like, oh, 50. Some people say hundreds. Like, dude, I just asked you how much would you like to make? You know, if that question was asked to me, actually, it was asked to me 30 years ago. I want to be a billionaire if I can. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit to that question. There's no limit. So, so people already are putting their own limitations of what that's they exactly want. Right. And so, therefore, by by, if you only shoot for fifty, that's all the most you can get. You know, I, I give the example. If I take a baseball, right, and I just aim at my teleprompter right now, right. So, so the odds is I can hit it. I may miss it, right? Now, if I decide to to really, you know, shoot to to the other side behind my studio here, right. I'm definitely going to hit this this time. I'm not missing, yeah. right? So you That's aim right. high and even if you miss you're still ahead of the game. So, you know, those are the things, but but people sometimes are like no, I I'm good. And and that's the other thing because of of all the circumstances. Sometimes it's not you, it's the uh, somebody that we had a show the other day. We talked about this. Not sometimes just your comfort is the people around you. They're also right. comfortable and you you're disrupting right. their comfort zone. And so exactly they don't right. you know, so now it's not you, it's about them. And so you have to when you have families, one thing, if you're single is another, but you're right. Uh, one of the things that kept coming in a lot of discussions I've had in the last almost four years now is that people reach a certain point in life and they do regret things that didn't do. And more you than know anything funny? else. Yeah. More than, yep. Yeah. I mean, like, I yep. wish I did this. I wish that. And here's the thing. Time is going to move fast. I can tell you that. I mean, yesterday I was a kid. I'm, you know, 
relatively speaking. <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't know where, where half a century is gone, but but it's gone. It's not coming back. I don't know. I know I probably will not live what I've lived already because I mean, if I did, I would probably not look, you know, or or feel good. I mean, I'm, I might. Gotcha. I don't know. I mean, yeah. God is great, you know, and we can have the best, you know, potential, you know, fate. But the fact of the matter, age is part of life. And as you That's age, right. things are going to get difficult. It is normal. I already feel the aches, right? So imagine, right? So, so we know that. Now, have I enjoyed some of my life? I try. And that's the thing. Like, you got to balance life. Work is not always, you know, the, the objective of life. Like some people, they just wake up, go, right. move, do, you know, and so on and so forth. Tragedy can happen. What happened? Enjoy your people. Enjoy your family. Enjoy yeah, the people around right. you because you don't know how much time you have with them. As a matter yeah. of fact, you know, sometimes if you think about it, like if especially if people, for example, who live further away from their parents or their family right. members, you see them on holidays. You know, 20, that's only 20 holidays <laughs> in 20 years. That's right. If you see that's them right. holiday to holiday, that's not a lot. That it's means not. you're going to see people that you love 20 times. You know, so when you we start talking about these numbers, it drives you nuts. I mean, like, that's it. That's it. I mean, if you what you're doing is what we're talking about, though, that's what you're doing. You're slowing things down and you're you're taking a real look at it. Nobody says I'm only going to see them 20 times over the unless you sit down and think about it. That's right. Well, we don't ask questions because they're tough questions. You know, here's the thing. When you ask the question, it's again, I always I love to refer to the Matrix. Sorry, people. That's just one of my favorite things. It's that (laughs) blue and red pill, right? It's very (laughs) difficult to know. You know, knowledge is 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 actually good. But it can be, uh, it's a blessing, but also it can be a nuisance because once you know, you can't undo it. You can't unknow. <laughs> you already know. It's over. And so there's nothing you can do about that. You you have now to, to accept where you are and you have to work around it. Now, some people get in denial, just like, again, the movie Matrix, one of those guys, you know, he had he decided to go back, right? Uh, if you watch the original Matrix, you know, uh, I That's forgot right. the name. Sykes, I think, or I forgot his name. But he he really, you know, he's said, just just make me someone rich. I want to go back, you know, in the Matrix. I don't want this world, right? But so that's it, because that's the thing. Like, some people are like, uh-uh, this is too much work. I, I, I was good where I was. I'm just doing my thing day in, day out. You know, I'm, my routine is cool, you know. But then, you know, I, 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 I use this line now. If you don't have a TGIM, that's mm. thank, thank God it's Monday every day, then you have a problem. Because we... We, we look forward to the TGIF business, you know, and then Mondays suck, right? And so right. we are not happy. If you're not, you know, living your life to the fullest, enjoying what you love, your passion, and we all go through this. Now, someone say, like, Hurricane, you're, you're dumb because, you know, you're at 50 now plus, and then now you're talking about this. No, I've been doing this, and I can give you stories. I can give you proof. I have pictures to prove some of the stuff, but that's not the point. The point is you have to keep debating with it. You have to try. You know, circumstances are going to yeah. make it difficult. But it's yours, you know, to 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 hold the reins and really control to a degree. You That's know, right. if it veers out, you come. It's like a sail, right? You know, the wind pulls it, you know, you turn it. You gotta work with it to make it work. Now sometimes you deviate, you gotta follow the current, whatever the case may be, but you can't stop. And you have to add more of the stuff you love. We talked about gym, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, we should all, I mean, we, we, we have a fitness channel. We talk about you know fitness and wellness. That's part of your life, nutrition, part of your life, having fun, part of your life distress yourself i mean don't get stressed yeah. out about life been out of shape you know for no reasons these are all the things that we all make mistakes of i'm guilty of charge to Absolutely. a degree but it's 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 again questioning uh accepting that okay so now what 
So now yeah. what means now I got to take action and the action has to make, you know, again, we can't be doing the insanity, like doing the same thing, expect different result, right? We got to do something yeah. different <laughs> now to find a new stuff, right? So That's we exactly got to right. do different things and different things means I got to adopt some stuff. I got to change some stuff. Is it going to be easy? No, I financial is usually the worst part is everybody's worried about the financials. Right. Well, you know, it's a big globe. You can move out of this, this, whatever you are. If, if it's expensive here, you go somewhere else. You can do that. If, you know, you don't like, you know, where you are because it's expensive, find a cheaper place where you're paying too many taxes. Find a, you know, a place with taxes or make more money. Sometimes you don't have to downsize, just make more finances, you know, right. figure out another way to make additional dollars. So again, if you think you have an issue, yeah. you have solutions. We're just not doing enough research and enough work to actually get solutions. If we're thinking about why not, that's what you're going to find. And if we would think about like how many options we have and the more solutions we have, there's plenty out there. You know, it's it's really limitless of, of opportunities, you know, and you can do things. You have yeah. way much, you know, uh, solutions out there than you think. But again, it starts with the question. And I love it because Absolutely. here's the thing. No, it totally know, does. People, people say, you know, this is true, true story. People live, they go to their retirement, and then now what? They can't even... Enjoy and how much? Even if you right. save, you have a million dollars, you know, save. If your health is failing you, well, you can't enjoy your money. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's you want to do things while you're healthy, and so so. That's right. Uh, by the way, at all ages, folks, you know, what doesn't matter if you're in the twenties, the thirties, the forties, a teenager, whatever. Even if you're in the seventies, it doesn't matter. Live your life to the fullest every moment. Yesterday's gone. Don't dwell about it. You can't do anything about it. You did the best. Didn't work out. Start a new chapter. New page. Every day is a new day. You can make things happen. Tomorrow, you know, you plan for tomorrow. Plan yeah. is always a great thing. Doesn't mean that, you know, and plan with adjustments, with the ability to have contingencies. You know, you wake up in the morning, you want to go to the beach, it's raining, it's not going to be a good day. Do you go to the beach? You could, but, you know, it may not be the best move. Now, what is next plan? This is a simple That's example, right. right? You know, it's up to you how to make the decisions, you know, and, and you can do these things. And if we apply yeah. these rules in life, we change. And again, yeah. big bold and brave it, it takes some guts it takes some some cojones as we say to well get it does done. it does but you know and I, I love everything you just said because we're talking about really at the end of the day limiting beliefs and that's why my process is the way it is because frankly i used to do an intake where we would go right after the goals the stuff they think they want but what they would never do the work and they would never do the work as you said earlier because they had these limiting beliefs that were running in the background of their system that they didn't know that kept stopping them for everything. And so, you know, everything you said is just so dead on. And, and you also said one thing I, I want to add really quick uh, for anybody out there who's gone through something like we have too, when you start talking about health and wellness, that has been a huge, huge thing for us too. You know, we were working out somewhat before Gabriel passed away. But after that, we took a little bit of a break. You know, that first 30 days was pretty rough. But after that, we made a really strong, courageous decision together that we are going to take our health into our hands. This is early COVID. And we're going to start working out six days a week. We're going to move our butts six days a week. You know, and you don't have to become a fitness athlete, but move your butt six days a week. We started eating better. I really want to encourage people to take control of what they can control when it comes to their health. That was so dead on and it, and it bears repeating. It'll help you with everything. No, and again, by the way, we owe it to ourselves. Right? I mean, what, what else do you have? You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I think um, I read something the other day. Uh, you've, 
you've heard about Jamie Foxx, right? You know, he's been sick, right? He's been out. Yeah, yeah. And and apparently, you know, he was in the middle of a movie, and they used doubles to continue the movie. So, you know, and and the moral of the lesson in there was that it doesn't matter. You will be replaced. You know, you may be missed, but you'll be replaced. You know, right. you give your your best shot to any job. As listen, I've been in corporate for many years. And you transit from one company to the other, and like you never exist in that company. Like that's it. You, you <laughs> yeah, just, that's right. I mean, really, you know, you you're forgotten very quickly. I mean, some people very remember quickly. you because the impact you have with them, but the corporation itself, you know, you're irrelevant to them. You you're were dead. Just, you're dead to me. <laughs> exactly. You're dead. <laughs> I mean, exactly you, right. you your replacement. I mean, if you're in a hospital, you're probably being replaced. I mean, you get 120 days on FMLA anyways, and then if not, you know, you're gone. So I mean, even with laws and everything, you that's really what life is about. So if you yeah. actually are stuck in that 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 path. It's okay, but just understand what it means, how you can navigate through it and and have a different set of expectations and be prepared for all these other circumstances that happen. That's right. But if not, you know, you'd be surprised what's going to hit you. And then you'd be like, oops, what happened to me? Well, what happened? Right. You were not prepared. And, and that's the thing. In life, uh, you said it, death, right? We're all going to, well, that's the only certain thing in life is death. That's as right. I already got the sound. So that means that's happening. When we don't know, and that's a good thing because we'll be crazy if we knew. But right. but but so live today, as you're gonna live forever, and tomorrow is not here yet. And 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 you can prepare for the hereafter if you want. That's a great thing. You know, there's you know, do yeah. good things, do good deeds, have a good relation with people, don't hurt people, don't do bad. That's all good. I'm talking to you as as a pastor, <laughs> but 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 you know what I mean. So so the fact is, yeah. you can balance life between here and there. But today is a good moment. Enjoy. You have like for example, in your case, you have your kids now. Right. You I'm sure you cherish every moment with them. Absolutely. You know? Be, yeah. Because because that's the thing. You don't know what it means. And and yeah. you want them to also see that now they see it. Like for example, if I talk about my kids, maybe they don't spend as much time with me because they haven't experienced loss yet. Right. You see, like I would literally I, I didn't I, I moved out of you know Morocco a long time ago and my dad stayed there. So for over 10 years I haven't yeah. seen him. And wow. so eventually I, I was seeing him maybe once every two years. You know, and then he died eventually. So, so I lost years of being right. with him, and you know, there's nothing that's gonna bring those times. You know, I have few photos with him that that I that I have to date, right? And that's actually something that's in my mind. You know, like, sure. but there's nothing I can do about it. It, it happened, right. but right. but like, I try to teach it to my kids. Guys, you never know how much you have together because. Yeah. One day you wake up, I'm not here. One day someone cannot be here. You know, with your That's parents, right. if you have them, enjoy them. Your best friends, enjoy them because you don't know. Like, you know, you could lose your best friend on, on, on a split second. And and by the way, they could lose yeah, you. That's right. No one knows, you know, all these. Nobody and these knows. are facts yeah. of life. So yeah. if you prepare to these things, you have a better place to, you know, you have you have a better place to start. Now, again, I, I, I try to engage, you know, on, on my side with you on how I feel about this. But, but that's how I operate as well. Um, yeah. But so I love your formula, and that's I think that's a that's that's the biggest and the strongest part. If you can get beyond that and make people see what it is, you can transform it. You can really transform. It 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 will change their their mindset. It will change their ability to see life. I mean, again, they'll be like, "Yeah, whoa, this is a whole new world now." I'm living. You know, that's right. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> Absolutely, I think there's two things really quick. I if 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 the listeners hearing us today really take seriously these two things. Mindset is everything. It really is. There's no way around it. And then along with that, which is part of a mindset, is developing your emotional intelligence. If you do those two things, 
I guarantee you, you're going to live a fuller life. You're going to have greater experiences. You're going to have deeper, more intimate relationships. You're going to be more resilient, but you know what? You got to do something intentional about it. It doesn't happen by osmosis, which is what you know you said too. So I'm with you, man, all the way. I love it. Well, well, listen, so, so, so I know we've exceeded the hour, but it just, it's, it's just, so powerful discussion. I mean, I could spend another hour easy having fun here, uh, but, 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 um, so, so let's talk about your services. Now I know you do this, this work, you know, and, right. uh, you're helping people. Is this only local folks that you have to be one-on-one or you can do remote, you know, with people and guide them and coach and mentor? How does that work? Yeah, actually the speaking and the coaching I do wherever, you know, I travel, uh, I do virtually. So there's some corporate talks that I do to, encourage people and fire people up. And a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today, uh, leadership stuff as well. But then the coaching, it can be one-on-one. I love in person. You know, I think we all love that one-on-one connection. Like you and I right now, we'd probably go run through a wall right now if we were actually together, right? So I love (laughs) that. But the reality of it is, is, you know, we live in a world now where the cool part about the virtual thing is I'm helping people all over the globe now. I've got a talk coming up where we're going to have literally a hundred people in a, I can't name the company, but it's a big global company from all over the world in this talk. That's freaking amazing. You know? So, so I love the virtual and I do do virtual, but totally, totally love the in-person stuff too. All right. Well, that, that's great because we do want people to to know that that they have the ability to access you uh, yeah. worldwide, and 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 you do have you know powerful stuff that you can bring to them. Uh, and again, you mentioned corporate, which means that there's a lot of that that can happen. Some companies do spend and invest in in you know coaching and mentoring to their they their do. stuff yeah. to make them better. And you know, not everybody does that. But again, we we'll, would we'll encourage people that if they're leaders out there. Yeah, watching and listening, you know, you might want to spend some time and some some money and 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 you're gonna invest that in, in your your folks and you're probably gonna get more out of them and they'll appreciate you more. And so that's Without that's an important question. piece. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no. So that's that's an important and now now the book is is Big Bold Brave. Yeah, Big Bold Brave, how to live courageously in a risky world. Uh the easiest way is just to go to Amazon. I mean, it's available everywhere books are sold. But if you go to Amazon, easy to find, and that's probably the simplest way, especially for those who are listening that are around the globe. All right. Well, here's the thing. So I will have the actual uh, link to your website on the, the job des- uh, on the job description on the show's des- description <laughs> yeah. and, description, and um, also uh, the links to where they can get the book, and also they can click literally on your picture and and go right to your site and uh, hopefully connect with you directly and so they can you know start the engagement with you there all right so i think we're we're coming to the end of the show here but so and we've covered a lot of things but but what would be like maybe one or two elements you want to share and leave people with thoughts that you want to leave them with today i want to leave your listeners with just a last word of encouragement I actually stumbled onto saying this. I was I was talking to a guy. He asked me a question. I'd never said it this way before. And after it came out of my mouth, I'm like, man, I really believe that. And that is, and, and you'll see it on my website if you go there. I believe three things about every human being. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your faith is. I believe every human being was created to be courageous. I think it's already in you. You may need some help digging it out. You may need a circumstance to put a demand on it but you were created to be courageous. I also believe that you were created with a creative genius. Now that's a whole other talk, 
I really actually believe I can prove that scientifically and biblically, but you were created with a creative genius. The people are listening right now. There is something in you that no one else has. And there's a great chance that you don't even think you're creative because you're so good at it. It comes so natural that you don't even think it's a thing, right? But I, but I believe that. So cultivate it. And then the third thing is I believe we are created to be compassionate. And I just want to encourage everybody out there, man, do something great. Do something great. Build a billion dollar, build a trillion dollar business. Help a lot of people, but don't ever forget where you came from and wherever you have a chance, man, be compassionate and help someone else. That's what I believe really makes for a full life. And I didn't do that, man. That's a tough comeback. <laughs> you know, Clint, thank you so much for, for, for a great show. A lot of good, good insights here and uh, fire really energy stuff that people can take to the bank and just apply in life. Uh, and they can do more by reaching out to you. So thank you so much, yeah. Clintina, for, for being you, on the show. Hurricane. You're welcome. My pleasure. And so folks, there you have it. You know, hope that today's session is just going to get you so pumped. It's not even funny. Uh, so let's let's get let's get excited let's get encouraged let's get brave <laughs> big bold and brave uh and uh in in the memory of gabrielle here so uh awesome. you know please yeah and so so that's it you know for me today american h we'll be talking uh again different show different guest uh another topic Bye for now. <laughs>